I really like what's going on. I like what's happening around here, Will. It's amazing how quickly it all came together. I was thinking, wouldn't it be great to have these conversations with people that are in the game? And, I, and then I get in touch with you guys. You guys are in the game. Yeah, card in, game. In a big way. In the game. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Straight Pipes, the number one car channel on YouTube. In thank our, thank our, you for in, saying that. In our hearts, yes. <laughs> what do you mean in your hearts? I mean, there's channels with more subs and more views. Oh. But, well, like, it's my favorite channel. Yeah. And Jacob's favorite. Maybe yours. Yeah, maybe mine. And we brought some toys. We got my 99 Plymouth Prowler. You know what's great about what you guys do over there on that channel of yours? It's got a great mood to it. You know? Feels really healthy. What kind of mood? I mean, there's like a kind of uh, an energy there, an enjoyment, a sense of optimism and wonder. Okay. These well, are the things I'm looking for. We do enjoy it. We've been, probably because we've been friends since like 2000. When mm. We went to high school in grade nine together and then we got cars at the same time and we became each other's car buddies. So it's like, we still really like cars and we get excited about like everything, even like crappy cars. Yeah, we made this like our dream job. Why wouldn't we be happy about it? <laughs> You guys still like cars, and you still like each other. Well, well we argue a lot, yeah. and we hate a lot of the cars. Yeah. But we enjoy experiencing the cars together more than we hate anything else. When I watch your videos, I can't really imagine what that argument would look like. I guess it's like creative differences with like, hey, should we try this? Because turning, it turns out if you try other stuff, a lot of people just don't watch it. Oh... Did we, we, did we just touch on a spot right away? Well, we got a format, right? We got here this quick to this spot right here? Yeah, well, we, we like talking. We really like talking about YouTube with other YouTubers because there's only like 30 of us that you can talk to this stuff about. You know what I mean? What you mean 30? Like people you can talk to YouTube stuff about. That understand, you know, like once you get past like whatever, 500,000 subs or a million subs, like people that understand YouTube, especially in the car space. I'm just curious how you came up with a number of 30. Okay, I don't know. Like, there's probably, between tech channels and car channels, 30 people oh, that I'd want to talk to oh, 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 about oh, oh, the algorithm oh, oh, oh. and thumbnails. And people in Toronto and people that we have access to and people that answer their DMs. My YouTube bubble is 30. I, I've made that my, my number. It's an know. interesting number. Like, I thought it might have been some sort of Dunbar thing, you know? Like, there's only so many re meaningful relationships you can have, and you just capped it at 30. You're like, I got space for 30 YouTube relationships, and, and here I am working to get one of them. Well, do you think you could handle more than 30 YouTube no. relationships? Like, that's like... <laughs> that's a lot of people to talk to about the same thing. Yeah, no, no, but I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I had, when I had Peter McKinnon over here, it was much of the same in that we, we have this, this inner dialogue, which doesn't come out on the video, but it's occupying substantial real estate, and then you get around other people who have the same type of dialogue, and you're like, how about this dialogue? Yep. Yeah. Because it, 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 it's in there, it's tight, you know? It's trapped in there. And regular people, you want to talk to them, but they're like, I don't, what's this guy talking about? Oh, yeah. What's he so bothered by? Analytics. Like, what, yeah. What is that? Yeah, yeah. But no, I want to touch on where you went for a second. You said, we argue over trying new things and 
not necessarily having the results we're looking for. Yeah. Do we have an example of this? Yeah, okay, so if you look at the screen, <laughs> the one thumbnail that doesn't match the rest, the friendship one, is when we took our cars to the track and raced them. And as you can see, it hasn't hit 100,000 because people just want to see new car reviews from us. But we also need to sometimes be creative and have fun. So we go to the track anyways, and we've, knowing it's not going to do well, but we enjoyed ourselves and it was fun to do. And it's used cars. Like we like used cars. We, we haven't bought a brand new car. We review new cars. We understand them. We know how they compete against other new cars, but we like used cars. Hmm. I watched this video, by the way. So it's funny that you're saying, oh, it was complete failure. Because when I landed on a page, I saw the friendship thumbnail and I was like, hmm, hmm. It's the people who are attached to our personalities more than the cars. So let me look into that. And I watched it and I enjoyed it. But I hear you. I hear what you're, what you're saying. And there is this, uh, uh, this m sort of like mathematical component of, of, of click through and so forth and how the initial reaction to something can color the opportunity to even have the thing presented in front of other people after the fact. If that initial group doesn't click on it, maybe it never even got to the people who would have clicked on it. Exactly. Because your most enthusiastic viewers are the ones who will set the precedent with their initial reaction. And so, yes, I would agree that if this video did poorly, then you're, it's not right for your most enthusiastic viewers. But what I'm curious about is, you said you get into an argument over it. Who's on which side? Uh, that, that depends, and it's, I don't even know. I think I want to do stuff that is cool, and Jacob's like, it's not going to do well. And I'm like, but we kind of got to do that kind of stuff sometimes. And he just like, all right, cool. We'll put it out on a Sunday because our regular post is Tuesdays and Fridays. And if we post something different on Tuesday or Fridays, people get mad. Yeah, like legitimately angry. So I don't want to feel the hate. <laughs> as far as the hate goes, how do you determine whether a person, like, is this just strictly sentiment within the comments that yeah. you're going on? So you guys are still in the comments. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I'm less and less every day. Once in a while, we'll do some comments. But we're like, we've, I guess, um, hidden from channel a lot of people who leave bad comments. So we don't get to see their comments again. They get to keep typing them to the imaginary YouTube comment section. But we'll never read them. If it's like a legitimately critical comment, we're going to leave it up. Because sometimes we make mistakes. Yeah. But if it's like someone that's like just swearing at us, like, all right, I don't need to see this guy in the future. <laughs> what would be a reason that somebody would swear at you, though? Oh, God, I wear, if I wear a fanny pack, people get mad at me. Right. Like, why are you wearing a fanny pack? Like, I. I... You yeah. know what's hard, though? What's hard with comments and things like that is our perception of the, the, the person's delivery of such comment. Like, it could be a troll. Like, it could be very loose the way in which they're applying. Like, this guy can handle it. You know, like if I razzed you on a fanny pack or whatever, in a comment, the context might be off. So all of a sudden you're like, man, screw that guy. But if a friend did it to you, you see, that's what the where the weirdness comes in is we always perceive it as the worst version of it. Like some evil person sitting over there trying to pull those strings. Maybe it ain't that bad. That, well, there's, there are some that are that bad. And then they post other stuff that I don't want to talk about. But those are the people like they'll get flagged and we'll just like hide them from channel. Mm -hmm. But generally, I don't know. Everyone's pretty good. Sometimes people will like tell us stuff we missed, and yeah, like what else? We'll address it in future videos. Like generally, the comments are fine. Sometimes they make good. like little like meme jokes out of it. Yeah, and and that's fun. 
I, I'm really interested in the partnership aspect, though, because it's not super common in the YouTube space that you would have a robust partnership like this. And it works well in the car space. It works so well that you guys are not the only one. Right. Not the only partnership. Uh, how, how is that possible? You got to have a driver and a passenger. <laughs> Two oh. people in a car, right? But we're the ones that we feel like we really pioneered that <laughs> in the YouTube space. We, we, we made a nice format that uh, we Whoa. like to think is our format. <laughs> Whoa! We just we we wanted to be... We, we started. We wanted to be two guys just literally going for a drive and just like two friends chatting about cars and like not getting too technical. Right. Not reading off a spec sheet. But you guys started the format. We didn't start the format. We took a format of two people driving a car and, and kind of made a format out of it that yeah. we use like to this day. Like our first video is shockingly similar to our current video. I see. So but we, we haven't really changed. I don't no. think. And people say we do or like we're the same. Like I don't know. Oh yeah, that's a YouTube thing that goes on all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean I, I agree with you that I think it makes a lot of sense. It's a it's a it's not something that I necessarily would have expected because prior to you guys, because how how long have you guys been doing this? I started the channel myself mm. in uh twenty twelve. So Oh wow. Yeah. Never early, mind. Early I didn't days. I didn't find out about you but, guys till recently. But that's like you was doing exhaust videos of like what the exhaust sounds like and we didn't start we filmed our first attempt at a review November twenty fifteenth and put that out in uh summer of twenty sixteen. We took almost a year to put up that video because we were like almost embarrassed by it. We're like, what do we do with this video? Yeah, do we suck? Turns out not that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean because I think part of this game is uh feeling like you suck on a fairly frequent basis right like definitely, definitely still have imposter syndrome mm. to this day like you know once in a while you're like yeah that's fair like you're like what you're like should i like should i be the guy telling people what kind of new cars they should be buying mm. and then it's like i guess so yeah like we've driven hundreds of cars so we do have a knowledge base of comparison oh this is something that i've thought about very deeply this idea of the growth of a channel and the diminishment in relatability. Mm. So when you guys started, you were your audience and now you're something else. And you feel like the experience is in line with the advice that you can supply. And I can, I'm speaking from personal experience here. I'm not like sending something your way. This is a feeling that I've had. And I've even said this in videos before, which is like, I look at a smartphone that's, I don't know, a thousand bucks. And I'm like, this smartphone is great. I love it, whatever. But really lacking the, uh, the position that would be very cost conscious, that would say, no, no, no. Like, I'm far more interested in where the value point is, let's say. And then I might find it difficult to be as excited about a $300 phone as I might have been when I started the channel and it was more it had a closer relationship to where I was at in life. I think we still get excited about inexpensive cars. Yeah, for sure And like the value for them. But what we, what we really lost is um, the excitement that comes from a good launch control. Like yeah. The, your, your Taycan, which is like the perfect spec, great job. That is the be probably the best launch you could get right now along with a 911 Turbo S because the 911 Turbo S makes a lot of noise, which kind of makes it like really, really cool. But... 
I mean, and it, like a Lamborghini Huracan and Aventador, and yeah. that's the stuff that we need. It's like the the level of the high. The the nine eleven uh, Targa Carrera four that we have right now that we had last week. It was like, you know, I'm, I, I can be calm through a launch, no problem. But like the first AMG E sixty three S I launched, I was like, oh my god, we lost crazy. it. Yeah, it was a natural reaction. It was like, holy, like this mm. thing costs one hundred fifty thousand dollars. They're gonna give this to us, and we get to launch it, right? And meanwhile, like I just got out of a Corolla. Right. Yeah, I guess I'm in the same boat where like my stuff has always been kind, uh, similar in the sense that the reaction is a big component and people are tuning into you guys for your reaction. But it, it's, it's not realistic to assume that that's a static thing. The experiences impact future reactions because they're relative to previous ones. Exactly. And, yeah. and I've even thought to the point where like it would be fun to throw a less experienced driver into some of these cars nowadays and just be like, okay, you know, we're used to launching it. Like here's Buddy who hasn't launched a 400 horsepower car before. Do it. But then that comes with telling the manufacturers who gave you the press car that, oh, there's going to be an amateur launching your car at the racetrack to show how exciting it is. Our insurance won't cover this person. They don't want to do that. And if we do that without asking them, then we'll get in trouble and then they won't give us cars for a while. So it's like... And then we take on the liability of that as well. Yeah, so there's creative stuff you want to do and then everyone's going to get mad. So it's almost easier just not do it. But mm -hmm. to, to your point, that's exactly it. It's like, like people leave comments saying, I can tell they're not excited. What's wrong? With, is everything okay at home? <laughs> when, we're, when we're driving like, like a... Like a, a or something. Yeah, or just an SUV. We're like... We don't need to be excited about an SUV. We mm. can like it. Mm. We're not excited about it. And we're not faking it. But here's, here's what's weird about that is trying to figure out what it is that people are watching and what they're hoping to extract from that experience. If you have a track record of delivering enthusiasm, it might not be an optional ingredient. I, yeah, no, mm. that's, we, we try to get excited. Like sometimes like we'll be review car, Jake will be like, say it again, excited. Let's go, excitement. And we're like, yes, yes, hype ourselves up. Yeah. Because we're entertainers at the end of the oh, we, day. But like, we are <laughs> always authentic. We, are, we never fake any of our stuff that we do. Yeah. And we have no script because we've tried to read stuff off and um, say it back for paid spots. And we are that literally the out. worst at remembering anything. Yeah. And spitting no, it out. No and scripts. Plus, it is tricky to talk while driving on camera and, like, nail everything. That was a skill that we had to learn over time. Like, we could do it from the beginning, but we're just better at it. Like, now we can drift and talk yeah. mid-sentence. <laughs> and even if you play, we play Gran Turismo with a bunch of friends. And, like, while we're racing, like, everyone's racing, concentrating. Jacob and I are having a conversation, and everyone, and people are like, we're like, why aren't you guys saying anything? They're like, this is really distracting. I can't keep up. Yeah, on the straightaway, I'm having a beer. All right, back to nice. it. <laughs> in the sim. In the game, not in real life. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so today's sponsors are Me Undies and Babble. Well, you know it's been hot outside, man. Mm. It's cooking out there. And that's a thing I find to be quite bothersome at times. I like to control the climate. I like to get the cooling going. And not just my surroundings, but also with the clothing whenever possible. Yes. And that's where today's sponsor comes in. I'm talking about me undies. I've been wearing this stuff. I'm wearing this stuff right now. I speak to you. I wear this stuff right now. You're a fan? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I got a drawer full. And I don't know where I'd be without it. It's super soft stuff, breathable stuff. I mean, there are options. You pick whatever it is that you happen to like. And it's all kinds of patterns and things. And it's actually not just underwear. It's other things too. Uh, they got the swimwear on there, the socks and the apparel. It's 
It's kind of a, it's an elaborate selection over there, whatever it is that you, you want and need. Mm-hmm. But the key for me is around the breathable undies options because I've been trying out some of the different versions now. Now, they're known for the super soft stuff. Yes. But they also got the athletic stuff and some different performance. It's a, it's a lot to choose from, so you really got to check it out. But once you get started, whether you go with the member's route or you just pick up a pair just to give it a shot, you can go simple. You can go with the patterns. But I promise you, you're going to be impressed here mm-hmm. when you throw this on and you feel the texture. And most importantly, you have that climate control down there. Yes. As I mentioned previously. Designed to be the softest thing you've ever worn, MeUndies are energized by creativity and made for self-expression. Available in sizes from extra small to 4XL, MeUndies has countless styles and prints to choose from so your buns can have more fun. We've oh, got yeah. A, yeah, we've got an offer for our listeners, fun buns. If you're a first-time purchaser, you can get 15% off and free shipping. They've also got a problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No questions asked. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash later. That's MeUndies.com slash later, Or just click the link down in the description to get 15% off your first order and free shipping. So, Will, for this next sponsor, I already started hearing some feedback from uh, one of our viewers and then hit, that hit me up on social media, hit me up on Twitter and said, hey, I, after I saw your ad, I signed up to Babbel and I'm already making progress with another language. So thank you so much for introducing me. Nice. So then I saw, I saw that endorsement. I was like, man, you know, some of this stuff, it really works out. You connect the right people. Right on. Uh, Babbel is where you're going to learn your next language, a number of different languages to choose from. I mean, you can see over here Spanish, French, German, Italian, Russian, Portuguese. I mean, it's a long list. And this is going to enable you, especially now, Will, that people, they want to get back to traveling more than ever mm-hmm. because people are being cooped up. Yeah. And so now you hop on those planes and trains because the world has opened back up, has opened back up and you can even take Babbel with you, learn on any device. The sessions are 10 to 15 minutes. You may even take those sessions with you on the plane as you approach these new destinations you got some free time you know just do it there it is and you feel much more engaged when you arrive at your place because now you can interact a little bit because you put a little effort into the language i know a lot of people really wish that they had more languages Mm -hmm. and it's been this barrier to get over it but now you have it in a nice little app which goes with you anywhere on your phone 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, uh, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons are created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages. So it's 14 total, including the likes of Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. So that's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code LEW. That's L-E-W. It's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code LEW, L-E-W, 
for an extra three months. All the details will be in the description plus the link, but just don't forget the promo code Lou so you get the special deal and they know we sent you. So uh, you guys brought some rides with you today. Uh, you, I mean, these are not, these are pretty cool. This is not the typical. They're really cool. Car that somebody shows up over here. Yeah, one's a little cooler. Which one's cooler? You guys said this to me before, and I know I it's a trick, right? Like I can't say the. You right can say answer. whatever whatever you think is cooler. I mean, for certainly the more striking one is the Prowler, but if I had to own one, it would be this one. There yeah. you go. So that's from uh, Porsche Center North Toronto. Yeah. And it is uh, we did a comparison with a current Targa. Yeah, old versus twenty twenty one. Yep. And they, right. they restored this in their uh, 2020 or 2021 restoration challenge. All the dealers in like North America or in Canada did that. And it's, it's pretty sweet. Like it's cool, but it's definitely like tricky to drive compared to modern Porsches. Sure. It's lacking some of the well, technological advances. <laughs> it has Apple CarPlay. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. they replace a deck? It, but it's like it's like this small. It's a Porsche classic deck that's about two inches long. Oh, I've seen those. It's cool. How about Android Auto? Huh, it doesn't have it. Right. Oh, yeah, they don't have it on any cars yet, right? They do now. Oh, do they? On a lot of... Actually, the Tycon got an update. Oh, okay. Uh, they're doing OTA. I need that OTA real quick. Really? I don't know. Maybe I got it. I thought you were an iPhone I'm guy. not driving that car every day, so sometimes I don't notice. Um, but that's a fun... That's definitely a fun car. I got a thing for Porsches. I don't know... I don't know what it is. They're cool. I don't know they're what it is. really cool. But oh, what year is this one? This is an uh, 86 Targa. 1986. Yeah, so we're born eighty six. This is this is. Oh, I'm eighty five. There so you go. I was one. We we could have had a poster or something. Yeah, something like that. But the, the other one behind there is really a reminder of my childhood because it was one of those prestige type. Like I mean, it was in, it was in the hip hop music videos and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's in so many rap videos. It, yeah, it really is. People yeah. send stuff all the time. Like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's in the yellow as well. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. But I guess because this car, you own this car. Yeah. So Jacob bought his Raptor. And then I bought this Prowler, and that was kind of like the we're buying our dream car, our attainable dream cars. Because like my real dream car is a McLaren Speedtail. Uh, I can't buy one because they're three million dollars. Doug just did a review on one, which I need to sit down and actually watch soon, because I, I just like love the way he goes through everything. But yeah, it's just my realistic one. Um, it's fun, kind of slow, but it's cool. And I guess I liked it because there's like nothing else like it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's the the cheapest car you can buy that gets lamborghini levels of attention oh most that i would look at that before a lamborghini myself on the road like i just told you when you rolled up with it i haven't seen something like that in decades yeah or a decade i don't know yeah you, they, there's decades. a lot in purple dark purple so you might have seen a dark purple one but not realized it oh maybe but it's not a lot of, i see lambos all the time all the time never see prowlers never so I think it's a cool choice. Uh, can I ask you what you paid for it? Uh, Thirty grand. Pretty good condition over there. They're all in good condition because nobody winter drove them. No, like they're all low mileage. This has thirty thousand miles. That's considered like medium to high mileage. Mm -hmm. And now everyone's listing them at like forty to fifty, but they're not selling. Like they're worth thirty thousand dollars, and people just need to accept it. But and Yuri and I talked about this too. It's like. Yuri's the kind of one-off in our age group of probably who wants that. <laughs> yeah. So, so the demographics of who wants that and what people are willing to pay, I think that's starting to drop off because people are literally dying that would want that car because it's, it's an older demographic. Uh, yeah. It's like the like uh, 
trying to think of other ones that are like that. Like, the like a Model T or something. Like who, do you no, want the, a Model the, T? The, <laughs> what was the one? The Firebird? The Thunderbird. Thunderbird. The retro, the 2005 Thunderbird, I think. Yeah, something like that. I remember hearing a story when that car came out that people were just putting yeah. them in storage. Yeah, and they're, to, not, they're not worth anything. Now. They're worth exactly. Like, they're worth less than the problem. 10 grand, 20 grand, I don't know. But then, do you know the Chevy SSR? Is that the truck-looking yeah. thing? That came with a V8 and a manual in a certain year. So that's, like, cool. This only came in V6 Auto, so it kind of sucks. You know what? I would I would notice this on the road, too. And it's that a convertible. so weird. Yeah, but, like, probably looks better. Come on. No, it looks better, but uh, this looks weirder. I saw one that the looks day. better. This looks weirder. I mean, <laughs> oh, chrome. The chrome. By, by the way, I love this studio setup. And yeah. I love the podcast setup. And I love how he's rocking, the, like running the whole screen in the background. I think that's very cool. Can't say enough good things about this setup, honestly. Like the, the cars look unreal. We've never had cars that look this good. Yeah, it was. I mean, this was a long time in the making. And I'm never really committed to anything getting back to the youtube part of the conversation is uh that relationship between changing things because it's healthy to do it and then suffering the consequences of such things and making investments when you're not even certain if that's what anybody wants but they're i mean i've been doing it for 10 years like properly for 10 years uploading stressing thumbnails titles like the psychological ringer you know it, yeah. it, it'll wipe you it'll it'll take anybody down i mean how many have been in it to that level of i don't know how many videos been published will thousands i don't know do you ever rent this place out for um, movies or commercials or anything no nothing like that because this place is completely secret remember i told you before you arrived i don't even know where i am exactly i, I drove blindfolded exactly at least the last little bit i met you yeah on a dirt road I can't believe you fit this whole place under the CN Tower. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really cool underground facility. Well, listen, one of the best ways to show off this space is cars. It, it actually, I would say that's one of the main benefits of having built it is all of a sudden it opened up the car thing for me, which I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, I'm having more fun with the car videos than the tech videos. Can we talk about tech reviewers and cars? Because, like, you're doing it. MKBHD is doing it. I think, who else is doing it? Uh, every I've every seen... tech reviewer bought a Tesla. Right. I like how you did not buy a Tesla. That's... Well, I bought one of those two, the new plaid one, but I might cancel it. I don't know. I mean, well, it's, you bought it's a, the you world's bought fastest. First. I bought a Taycan <laughs> come first because I've been that guy. I remember. Are you a car guy, first of all? Oh, for, I, can I just, one one thing on that. I have some sort of anti-cult thing in my head. It's the same reason yeah. Apple doesn't like me that much. Like, I have some kind of weird resistance to if everything is going one way super strongly. I'm like, man, I don't know. I, wouldn't, I don't know what they want from me. That's like, the hardest part about liking a Tesla is that everybody else who likes Tesla is so hardcore about it. And it's like, yeah, the cars are great, but like chill out the, yeah dude i i hate that too like their cars are great but they're not flawless no well nothing is but they think it is the fan it's the it's the, it's the fan and, they'll, and they'll say it you want to know what i think i don't necessarily think it's that they truly think it is i think once people once everybody became an investor mm. like if you own stock in something yeah and the the performance of the company is having an impact on your pocket 
all of a sudden you're a salesman. Like at that point, well, maybe that's the wrong word, but you're you're like, you're more than an enthusiast. You have an interest in, in it doing well. Exactly. And like that's why journalists- And by the way, by the way, I'm not accusing anybody of being in that camp, but I'm talking just being on Twitter. Like how much higher likelihood is there that you're invested in Tesla if you own a Tesla versus the general public? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's much, it seems much more likely. So it kind of changes the, the, the dialogue a little bit. And I mean, it's just fine. People are free to like what they like, invest in what they invest, be a part of the company, you know, go for it. A lot of people think, a lot of people are willing to put up with some of the problems that you mentioned in exchange for being a part of something that they think represents something else, some future that we can't perceive. Uh, in my case, I put the money down on the S uh, Plaid and Plaid Plus when they announced it. Because I was like, I don't know, 1.99 seconds or whatever. Let me feel that. And when the Plaid Plus got quietly canceled, they just converted the Plaid Plus order into another Plaid. Yeah, I heard about that. That's funny. So you had two cars on order. And then and then I, I, I hit them up. I didn't hear back for a little bit. I was like, what is going on exactly over here? Because here's another thing. The car was supposed to be, will remind me what, March. The car was supposed to be March. Yeah, but like, oh. I, we don't, anything that t Tesla announces, like Jacob and I were like, oh yeah, that's going to come out. Like, yeah. it'll come out when it comes out and that's that. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, well, we didn't expect it to. <laughs> exactly. And so that's that's my point on that is, is they've been riding for a long time on being part of, I don't know, a movement or something different from a car. And, but the problem is now that all the other manufacturers are putting stuff out that's actually good and can satisfy that clientele a little bit, the rules of the game are changing rapidly. Like, uh, I know it's not a one-to-one -one comparison, but I was uh, goofing around with that EQS. Did you guys look at that? Nah, we, we kind of get bitter when uh, United States gets stuff before we do in Canada. It's not even bitter. It's like it, it it's really hurts. Gonna, it's not going to do well. Exactly. If we don't get it at the same time as like the embargo for all the car stuff. So we USA has access to cars before we do. I don't know if you run into this in the tech space, but you might start to run into it with like well, the car stuff. I don't get, I don't know how concerned with it I am. Myself, I, I feel you. With, I feel with you. With 18 million subscribers. <laughs> no, I feel you though because, 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 uh, I used to be like that. I used to be that exactly that. And You're hungry, like I like that. But it, it doesn't do as well. Like we we know it doesn't do as well, so that's why we need to like leave a gap before we'll review something that USA reviewed. And we're like right now we're fighting a lot to get cars up at the same time. I think a lot of it has to do with formatting. If people, if you feel that what you're putting out is. If you feel that what's already out there is satisfying the group that are your would-be viewers, it's a problem. It's a problem, but you could look at it as a creative challenge to, to put something out that's different enough from the other stuff now that you're delayed. Well, the thing is, we then run into limitations by the manufacturer, like we can't drive that car. So if they couldn't drive it in the States, or actually if they could drive it in the States, but we can't drive the Canadian one, then we're doing even less than what was available to the people in the States. And like a lot of it is getting a car over the border does like it requires a lot more paperwork than like maybe throwing some like a new iPhone over the border. So <laughs> throwing. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, I know it's a lot of work for them, but then. But I don't even know who you guys are dealing with. Like, a lot of this is regional problems. You guys just call up those guys in the U.S. and be like, let's figure well, it we out. Can't call, no. You can't call the U.S.A. Yeah, without talking to Canada first. I disagree completely. Then Canada no, gets we've, mad. We've been doing that. I disagree completely on the record right now. I, I, I disagree completely. I am working on getting a certain supercar up here from the States because we couldn't get in Canada, but I had to jump a lot of hoops. And I got a lot of people mad, and it. We still don't know if hey, it's coming. Hey, man, being a Canadian in the media business is jumping hoops. But isn't it nice how like Canadians are really good at YouTube? Yeah, it's kind of funny. You isn't know it? what I mean? Like, maybe that's why. Yeah. You know, maybe the whole process of the whole thing is figuring out those hoops. America's just jealous, and we're used to it. Right. Not coming easy, but like having to overdo it. You got to work for it, and then then it pays off in other ways that aren't exactly obvious. But anyway, I'm goofing with the EQS, and uh, and I'm sitting there saying to myself, okay, the Germans woke up. Like, they, they got the electric stuff happening. It's coming, and they're going to quickly supply uh, the market with, at every class, at every uh, segment, it's going to be yes, it's gonna be everything, right? They're all going to be electric. Now, Tesla had a big head start, and probably arguably didn't deliver the amount of units they should have with that head start. Like if you look at the Apple version of the head start with the iPhone, if imagine if they had huge supply problems and couldn't get their ecosystem out into the world at the pace necessary to become the ecosystem or at least one of the two major ones. Well, the Imagine if you couldn't charge those iPhones, which is which the is next a problem, problem we have is that anything that's not a Tesla trying to charge it is such a pain that I would rather have like a body panel not lining up, paint imperfection, hard to repair Tesla than pretty much anything else. Because during um, during the whole lockdown thing, which I guess is slightly just ending, malls blocked off the chargers at the malls. Like non non Tesla ones. Yeah. So like anything else. Smart or charge point. Uh, any of those flow, flow. flow and electrify can i had to move barriers to get to it and then security's like you can't move barriers i'm like well you block the access here and i'm like why can't you just put more pylons down this line they're like okay don't, we don't have more pylons wait a second wait a second i'm getting a strong feeling here that you don't have any other method of charging we, we don't no we do but it's like as car reviewers we need to explore the methods that everyone else needs to use as i well. know but i'll tell you now, I don't know if I'm the right uh, example on this because I have multiple vehicles and anything that's going to be um, more unpredictable, I'll never reach for the electric car. I'll take one of the gas cars. I mean, we talked about having those Raptors and I talked to McKinnon about having those Raptors. What is it with us and Raptors? Dude? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool trucks. <laughs> what, the, yeah. what is that about? Yeah. And they are cool. Do you have jet skis too? No, not McKinnon yet. And I, that's uh, that's how we met jet skiing. Not yet, but uh, I'd love to. I'll, I'll go. I, 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 sometime soon. Yeah, I'll go with you. All right. Oh, I just sold mine yesterday. Oh, all right. All right. I'll rent another one. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, but when you go, when you take that to the gas station, and you you see you got what do you have like eight nine hundred kilometers on it. It's a security that comes with that. <laughs> like, well, there's just, another gas station. There's more gas. Well, that too, but just the range alone. Because the Taycan, if you you guys drove it, yeah, it ain't no range champion. The thing is, you could, like, it's got like 400, 500 kilometers, or mm. if you hyper, yeah, right and, you, and then you can hyper mile. Like we did a yeah. lot of that with like the early 
uh, electric cars that did like 130 kilometers. Wait a second, you got 500 kilometers out of the Taycan? No, it, I'm it saying says... we're, technically we weren't allowed to drive it 500 kilometers when we had the loan because there are right. mileage restrictions. Yeah, which so, is also a funny thing. Yeah, so it's like, hey, test out our electric car. Like, but you can't drive it a full charge and get it back. And if you do, uh, the, all these restrictions, there's, it's a lot, but we're, we're fighting like it's an uphill battle, but we are fighting and we are getting somewhere with a lot of them. But like, oh, good. You can yeah. really hyper mile. Like if you really try get behind trucks and stuff, you can get a lot more range. <laughs> than, I'm yeah. not prepared to be doing all that. And then you got to be worth for it. the car to get to 1% and then turn into turtle mode and then limit your pedal. Like we've run out of electricity in like two electric cars and it's like kind of interesting, yeah. but yeah, well, we got all the chargers installed over here and uh having multiple vehicles like uh i've never i don't think i've ever charged my Taycan maybe once in public because of just my habits i uh i like to i like to drive the Taycan for pleasure and and i like to drive it maybe half the week let's say i know this is not typical yeah but then again it's a Taycan turbo s it's not typical anyway right and that's why we have to just try every different approach because that might be your approach, but there I might know, be but someone. And we have we have to assume that when we're reviewing a car, it's the single car that they own. Otherwise, it's not fair. But isn't that weird with two hundred thousand dollar electric cars? Everything, really, everything is weird with cars. People own nine elevens. Like it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar Turbo S. Right. It's their only car. Is it? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, probably not. Uh, <laughs> a Turbo very, S. Very unlikely, right? You're right. And and that's been kind of the like. Nissan sold a lot of those Leafs. Yep. <laughs> Who knows? 150 kilometer range. Who or knows that? Who even knows that? Yeah. It, but people go get groceries, go to their garage, charge it, and shut up. Like it's it's actually a lot of people's footprint is smaller than. But I hear you anyway. Whatever I want. I mean, obviously having options and the versatility of charging is yeah. ideal. Well, like when um. Jason from Engineering Explained came from the States up to Toronto to do a test where we pulled his Tesla with Jacob's Raptor to see if we could charge it up, which actually worked way better than we thought we could. Um, oh, you're talking about hook it up and yeah. then yeah, charge it If you type yeah. in uh, Engineering Explained uh, Tesla Raptor, then it'll show up. It's, it's pretty funny. We were going around the track and you got like so much charge out of it that like if you drove more than like 50 kilometers an hour, you could handle the regen braking. They got That's that one cool. there. And then... Um, and he used the whole like he's like without the tesla charging infrastructure he probably wouldn't have done the trip as easily because it was just so convenient road oh. road tripping no joke yeah yeah, I, yeah. Hear, I hear you completely and the funny thing sorry about this video is uh he did the math and it's actually more efficient for me to pull him and drive so to drive the same distance it's actually more efficient for me to pull him and then use that tesla for the remaining distance that it charged than it is to just drive my raptor because it's so bad on fuel Whoa. Pretty funny, eh? Engineering explained. Yeah. Really good channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've watched his stuff before, but that's a cool finding. Like you don't always get that. Right. You run the experiment and you get the cool. Yeah, I mean you got drag and everything going on over there. But get, getting back to where I was trying to go with the with the Mercedes stuff, I think they'll fi I think they're gonna figure it out. Period. I mean they're on the record talking to their shareholders saying 2025 we're all electric. Period. Charging infrastructure. It's not going to happen without the infrastructure. I'm sure it's it's a lot but better I'm in the states. It's not going to be optional if your whole lineup is electric. I'm waiting for the chargers to see the chargers. There's not enough chargers. There's like the grid can't handle 
that many cars at once. So what do you, so then if this is your position, then when these brands say by 2025, we're all electric, what laugh? You're, well, okay. You think it's, I think it's garbage. Yeah. If you say by 2025, is the CEO still going to be the CEO in five years? Maybe not. Will he be in trouble for something he said, even though he's not there? Someone will be like, oh, this is the old guy said that. It's going to take us five more years. We miscalculated. Well, if yeah, the, I mean, sure, there's promises missed. But the, I think that the question remains, I think we can hypothesize, regardless of what any CEO said, if it's not 2025, then when is it? 2035. 2050? 2050. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a while. Well, I mean, you guys would be the ones, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the cars. It's the infrastructure. That's it. The, the people can handle the cars, but until the infrastructure comes along, I don't think... And the chips. <laughs> yeah, that's another problem. Ran out of chips. Oh, yeah, but that's affecting gas cars, too. Yeah. Yeah, but now they're removing features like we have to remove the auto start-stop. You save 50 bucks, and people are like, I don't even like the auto start-stop. I'll pay you 50 bucks to take that out of my car. Yeah, like they couldn't build the Bronco or the F-150 and stuff. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some, some of that uh, EPA stuff is brutal. Like with the start stop or the drive mode resetting to the, uh, But it, it kind of makes sense because like I'm sure somebody would forget put their car in sport mode by mistake and then might forget to take that out for like uh, the next year. Like that could happen. I don't think so. The way people like a random person They're probably not buying a car with sport mode. Every car is sport mode. Eh. Bro. No, they don't. Pretty much. Eh. That's that don't they almost Okay, all have sport I'm mode? with you. Then what about just some sort of override that we can easily uh, find in the menu for those that care enough to keep it locked in one mode. The, the trick is to buy a manual car and then you right. are the sport mode. Yeah, <laughs> an older car. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what kind of cars do you like? What's your kind of... Do you like gas cars? Do you like manual cars? Do you like sports um, cars? Do you like trucks? I, I appreciate cars, but I'm just so... I don't have enough time to in, in to to have the variety of interests where I could feel like I really got a grip on it. You know what I'm saying? Like what? I can look at this Porsche and be like, "Man, that would be fun to drive." Once, twice. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I got places to be and stuff to do. My uh, it's all mapped out. If I could unlock some extra time, uh, I would love it. But the electric one is easier for me because obviously the interface with the technology realm is more immediate as opposed to sort of the classic aspect of enthusiasm that that you guys have over here how about movie cars do you have like a favorite movie car that you'd want to drive like would you want to drive like the ghostbuster uh, station wagon to work every day because you're saying you got to get places like you got to get places one or another you might as well just take the cool car sometimes right like <laughs> like I, I didn't have to take that here today no no that's a good move for today I, what i'm trying to tell you is i'm jealous of your channel is what i'm trying to tell you <laughs> that you guys get to work it into work because as i go through this process i realize that even this conversation i had to find ways to wedge it into something work practical that allows or enables that thing to take place and as you guys recently had babies you're gonna it's all gonna happen to you that this is gonna play out in your life that you're gonna have to sort of maneuver and jam things into places where they don't you know what i'm saying yeah that's, that's where i'm at or maybe you already you're already doing it. i'm sure everybody does that to a certain extent um, but the same thing goes with building this space and then being able to cover more cars it was like i had to uh consciously work it into what i was doing on the daily because it's just man this schedule and stuff is out youtube is 
takes a lot of your time. Yeah, all oh, your yeah. time. It's really we're, we're actually missing tomorrow's regularly post scheduled posted video for the first time for in the, like a long time. Because just, I just didn't have time, and especially with the newborns and stuff. It's like, yeah, uh, hey Jacob, I'm gonna hang out with my wife and kid instead of working. And it's like, okay, cool. We'll just miss the video, and I'll, I'll work on the weekend. A yeah, bit. I'll do the same thing. By cool. the way, we need an editor. Anyone watching who's a yeah. good editor, local editor, we gotta trust you. <laughs> yeah, and then cool. second to that, you can edit. And then don't take our job with all the skills you'll learn from us, please. <laughs> 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 that's a legitimate request for an editor though uh so who's doing the editing right now then everything's 50 50 50 filming editing everything stop it can you guys stop getting along so well please no man we can't holy we, moly we, we love what way, we do the only way we can continue to do this is if we split everything down the center and be cool about everything and nobody's or, upset about anything because we're doing we'll equal mad at each other we're yeah. doing equal work well you know the thing about that is it works really really well within with two people that's why there's no third. Exactly. Yep. Is it the level of complexity, the multiplier complexity in running an operation with each additional person and personality and set of emotions and everything that humans is uh it's that's been a, a pretty unexpected part of the process is also the business side of it of uh, growing these channels and start and and having these operations is early on the business part is like well that'll come later or the or the operational stuff that'll come later let's just put stuff out let's get it out let's find a way in the early days and then everything else sort of builds around it as you're on a roller coaster as the stuff is working out and then you realize that the even your set of skills has to change as you move through this process if you do hire this editor if you do get a space or hire 10 more people it's like the requirement on you is no longer to just do this element but always or at least that's been my experience you don't have to do that you could be you two you could take back your editor offer split it 50 50 and and keep doing that too we want an editor yeah we want an editor. we have a part-time editor we'll pay hey, him salary part-time editor you know who you are <laughs> come work for us full-time yeah no, I hear that. I hear that. Because you got to get time back at some point. Yeah, it's a, exactly. such, such a valuable resource. And uh, in the early days when you're younger, you don't even notice that you spent all, you stayed up all night editing something. Yeah. It's just like. Well, yeah. well, when we started the channel, we weren't even 30. No. And like I had an office job. And so I, I worked like almost 24 hours a day because I'd come home and do YouTube. Well, even still now, I'm like, all right, I come back from filming, uh, I, you know, help put the baby to sleep or whatever. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to edit for like four hours, which is what I could do tonight if I wanted to make tomorrow's video. But I just want to like we, we not be tired. We pulled an all-nighter like last week, so it's all good. Which one? For the, uh, the, Honda, the Honda Civic Civic and the Corolla? Uh, yeah, Corolla. yeah. What, what do you, just because we're talking about time, time management and stuff like that, what do you guys feel like you're giving up by spending too much time working? Family time. Yeah. Just not staring at my phone, not staring at my computer. And it's always on your mind. Yeah. Like, I remember having, a, a, like, a 9-to-5 job, and I, like, left the work, and I was like, oh, what do I want to do? Go for a bike ride? It's like, if I want to go for a bike ride, it's like, if I go for a bike ride, this video won't get done in time. And if I go for a bike ride, then I need to make up for my bike ride then. It's like, is this bike ride really worth it? And it's like, nah, I'll just have a beer and edit. Yeah. How do I justify the bike ride to my wife because it's not work? Yeah, yeah. Unless I make a biking channel, and then I can bike all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing i was talking about yeah it feels like you have to justify every decision you make because there's no clock like there's no you're never done yeah. it's always ongoing and there's no limit to the amount of input you can put into it 
you could say, I'm going to go reply to a comment or I'm going to go retweet a thing or I'm going to go, I mean, whatever variety of tactics you can employ are unlimited. And so then it's only up to you to determine where the, where the boundaries are. And it, I mean, I'm not sure what I'm going to realize over the course of talking to other YouTubers, but I'm already sensing a theme, which is that we don't, we're not super great as far as those boundaries are concerned. No, no not, not at all. Say yes to everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that, uh, there's, that, there's, that, there's, that, there's a meme and it's like, <laughs> yeah, I could fit it in my schedule. Just and then the bags it's like under the little, the eyes. yeah, bags under your eyes and a little cartoon. I don't even know what cartoon that is. Is that like, I think it's, um, what's the guy with the little fist clench meme thing? I think the name sounds like it starts with an E. If you, if you look, yeah, I could fit in my what, schedule. Willie Do's looking for it meme, right now. He'll find it. Um, meme, that's, that's th the This one. is our life. Yeah, that, that, there that it one, is. That one. Oh, is that from Arthur? Yeah, that's Arthur. the one. That is E, but it's an A. That's our. That's what our life feels like. Is is that that little <laughs> face? Yeah. <laughs> we just send that to each other when like we get a stupid email. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like I had an office job, so again, whatever, nine to five, and it ended at five. And if I worked harder, there was no motivation. It was like dangling a carrot of a of a raise maybe next year. Well, here I can get a raise like every day if I work a little bit harder. Mm. Yeah. If you book that car, if we get that car the same time as the United States, that's my raise because then I get that that good good YouTube revenue for when it pops up. And then if I do it three weeks late when no one cares, yeah, the raise is like scheduling stuff and like getting cars on time. I think for us, yeah. Well, there's a game to it, and even even outside of the revenue component, there's definitely a game to it as far as your own psyche is concerned like the the dopamine hit of, of something working and seeing the numbers and getting that like getting that uh message in analytics like one of ten oh, oh man the balloons oh. and the they put balloons yeah. i know how rude is that man? Get, get your balloons out of here right yeah i've been 10 out of 10 for the last 10. <laughs> give, me, give me balloons on 10 out of 10. Put those that's balloons. what i want yeah. <laughs> you're still here playing with our emotions and then and then just the kind of weird emptiness of the messaging, which would be like fewer of your subscribers <laughs> are choosing to watch. Uh, like like our racetrack. I know. They're I <laughs> we know what was going to happen before we posted this video. Thank you. There should Can be a check mark. Like, I know this won't do well. Don't just don't remind me. Don't, yeah. It would, say, it would say, don't think too much about what went wrong here. Focus on what is working. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's the opposite of what you want to hear. Cause you're like, I know what's working, but I can't just keep repeating the same thing over again. Cause I'm going crazy over here and I've done it 1700 times and so forth. But yeah, it's, there is, man, there is something about the way the operation exists right now that where the game and it could, it could be us too. You know, I'm sure someone's having a beautiful ride on that one out of 10 every time like that person's out there too. Mr. Beast. Yeah. He's one out of ten every time. Bear, go bury yourself alive, all right? Get a hundred million. Call okay, it a day. Who's the guy who does the squirrel traps? Uh, Mark Rover. Mark Rover, yeah. Okay, I bet you sometimes his, one of his videos will hit like crazy views, and it'll be a ten out of ten. You know what I mean? Like, but his, his ten out of ten is his ten out of ten is still like 20, it's all mil, twenty million views, but he's still probably like, oh, not. It's like how is this? Yeah. I spent a year doing this, and yeah. it's ten of ten. Yeah, it's a progress trap, right? Yeah. You're playing the video game. You just want to be progressing. You've put all the effort and energy in. You don't need to be at the final boss right away. You just got to go to the next level, please. So, okay, so his, his videos right now, 
of his last 10, Jeez. it's like something with 11 million views might have been like a 7 out of 10. And he's like, oh, damn, I only got 11 million views. No, it's that. 10 out of 10. That The Mars rover landing story is, is a 10 out of 10. And it's especially personal because he used to work for NASA and had something and that, to do with it. Those are the videos that, that always do him, the worst. But he still has 11 million views, which is nice. Yeah. It's for true, but, but I guess our our ninety four thousand compared to somebody who just started might that. be like that is unreal. Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah, somebody's looking at you right now, saying, "What are these guys complaining about? They get the hottest car channel on planet Earth, number one car channel number on planet one. Earth." In my heart, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that because it makes you guys uncomfortable. No, no, it, it no. Builds, builds up the well, ego. What are the other What are the other challengers? Uh, well, there's Doug DeMuro. He, oh yeah, Doug. He is but he's goat, a bit different because he does old and new. Yeah, um, there's a couple of drag race channels out there, and uh, as for just strictly new car review channels, it's Car Wow in the UK. Car Wow, they do drag racing too, and then um, yeah. Top Gear in the UK, yeah. and then um, there's like Savage Geese in the states. There's, there's like TFL in the states. TFL, uh, the fast lane. And then there's um, Matt Moran, Redline Reviews. Uh, then we have Motormouth Canada. Motormouth Canada. Uh, everyday reviews. What else we got? I mean, it's that's a pretty good list. Yeah. Engineering explained does reviews. I guess mostly like launch. And there's a couple. In, yeah, there's a couple in the in the state or in the states and in, uh, in Europe as well, like car faction. But, but we're, we we like to align ourselves specifically with like we just do new car reviews. Like sometimes we'll do like an old thing, but like generally, new cars. That's our bread and butter. And what's nice is that. The format's the same, but the cars are always different, so we don't have to think too hard creatively to do a new review. But the good thing about that is, like, the car's different, so we get excited about the car, and then it is a good way for people watching to rank every car. So if we did, uh, like, the Taycan Turbo S, we do it on the same road that we did the Nissan Micro with roll-up windows. Or that. Or that. So people have a, a good way to decide, like, how much fun is this compared to that? And I think that's one of our... Uh, cool things is that it's always in the same format but then the opposite coin of that is that some people get upset they're like they're just doing the same thing we're like that's the point so mm. they're there's because we're, we're i guess we're we're trying to be like a, a consumer advice channel right. as, as well as entertainment but like very lightheartedly and like casual yeah so you can still compare what the car does and what features it has but you know we're gonna have fun with it yeah it's something that's something that I think about and has increasingly become difficult as my channel has become and I don't know what your demographics are like, but as my channel has become it's dudes increasing. Well, dudes for sure <laughs> from America. No, I, I know it's dudes, but I was thinking more uh, where they're located because my my, my uh, the technology space in general has increasingly become international. Uh, yeah, we're mostly U.S. and then a small part Canada in second and which is pretty cool because I think we get more U.S. views on car reviews than U.S. car reviewers, which we're trying to use that to get the cars up here sooner, but we understand that it's like <laughs> it's hard work to make that. I'm happen. sensing a theme here, a soft spot with oh, this, uh, this, the getting of the cars. Yeah. You hear that? You hear that? We're just, looking for cars up here. Just want cars. Don't you want the cars? We, we just want a, an, yeah. an even playing field. I, I want the cars, but I'm not. Uh, I'm booked up, man. Like if you get me the car, bingo. Let's do something. But what if they got you the car first? Yeah, let's go. Let's do that too. What if you had it before Marquez? Yeah, sure, no problem. But <laughs> but if, but actually, like, for, here's an example. Here's an example. Ford had the Lightning over here before it went to see you guys. Where's my video? <laughs> well, whose fault is that? 
I don't know. I'm just asking. Well, it's not. It's 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 just the sort of the way in which we treat things. It's like, all right, we have a schedule. We got all this stuff going out, and so we're gonna we're gonna uh, put it into the into the list, and then we want it to be a certain way. And I want to shoot with it for X amount of time, and you know, you're just I'm just trying to be in control of, of as many parameters as I can be. What was cool about it is they weren't. Um, they're pretty loose about when and for how long. That was something I cared about. I like I really wanted to kind of explore it to a certain extent. Uh, but then, but then ultimately, I just I guess I feel as though I want to do it outside of the performance aspect of the video itself. I want to do it, and I try to get back to the place of just the recognition that. Like what would the what would the fifteen year old version of me how would I treat that? I might be mad that I didn't get to see it first, but it doesn't mean it. Like I still want to look at it, you know, pull it in. I want to have the experience still. So I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's if it was a technology product yeah. or, or like if, you, if they gave you the the newest iPhone later, it'd be like, oh, you're in Canada, so you, you know what? Maybe no. three weeks later, you could have it for and, half an hour. And look, man, if you go through my inventory of videos, you would have seen all kinds of this. I would have been you. Yeah. But maybe it's more just a thing. I've been maybe doing doing it longer, or I've experienced all those emotions, and I've get, I'm not uh, I'm not willing to let some brand mess with the way i'm feeling you know mm. as much but but we like just hit a million like a year ago so for us it's still like fresh in our mind to try to like we now have a reason to push to get the cars earlier and the so, car space itself is also smaller than the tech space right like overall yeah i guess i don't know i think so i how easy is it to just review a phone everyone has a phone let's just say i'm not you know Downplaying what you do, but don't, don't downplay it. Bro. I'm just Go saying. Ahead and you see, you see no. this room? Well, I, exactly. Yeah. I just told you. I just told you that I was finding cars more fun. But see, that's weird. Maybe I am because it's not as high stakes. I get yeah. to look at it with fresh eyes. I get to be like, well, hmm. it's like you doing your like tech stuff on the side for yeah. fun. So I got I got my personal Yuri Teresh YouTube channel where I'm just like, whatever's cool. Like I got 50k and a, and a verified on Instagram. I'm like yo, hit me up with the influencer stuff. Let's have some fun with it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing like garden hoses. Gar stuff. Garden hose. I got them. Yeah, Gardena sent me a retractable <laughs> garden hose. Man, like that thing will change your life. And oh, see, I and like then that. I did a portable dishwasher for my apartment. And like, there's there's new comments on that every day. They're like, oh my God, this works great. I'm going to get one for my apartment. I'm like, portable dishwasher, yes. But did he get the first portable dishwasher uh, review of that? Type in Yuri Tereshin. No. Apparently, Does he care? Yuri is like, there's, you get a lot of weird Japanese stuff. Oh yeah, right away. T-E-R-E-S-H-Y-N. No, I mean, he's... Worst name for a YouTube channel. He's dead at this now. Oh, S-H-Y-N. He loses. Yeah, no, we're dead. You show the, show the <laughs> thumbnail for the dishwasher. We're dead. We died. How down, down. Yeah, see, portable dishwasher. Right 14,000 views, and he, that wasn't the first one. <laughs> Dishwashers. But it's cool. I don't know, because when I looked for a dishwasher online, I'm like, how does this work? And I found a cool review. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to bite this guy's style and make my own review, get some yeah. views on it. Yeah, I would argue. I mean, you probably approach this a lot differently than you do with the other channel because... Yeah, no rules. No Jacob to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But th th this takes away from the straight pipes. Yeah, then I can't edit, so I got to do these on the side when I'm Oh, so schedule. this is a friction point. No, uh, really. I wouldn't say it's a friction I'm, I make sure I, Well, it's a little friction. No, it's, I, make I was sure just going to say. When I'm, not, when I'm ahead of my work. Like right now, since I can't edit tomorrow's video, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm posting 
exactly. scooter review tomorrow. If, if he posted a scooter review instead of getting our video done, then it would become a What about point. when he posts RS6 infotainment? I don't care because the RS6 video is already out. And Jacob hates infotainments and nobody wants to watch. I can only say so much about infotainments on our main channel and people hate it. This, I can actually click through all the buttons. But is, I like it. More importantly, is there a chat? Do no, you, there do, doesn't need to be. I don't care. Infotainments mm -hmm. are stupid and nobody cares. I think I told you when I first did it. Yeah, he told me. Trust me, if I talked for more than one minute about infotainments, oh, people would. <laughs> he would lose it, people would lose it, everyone would lose it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah, likes even the word infotainment. Wow. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all need to get over it. I think Google's working on some sort of universal interface, like just it, Android in your car it's and in, shut up already. It's in the uh, Volvo uh, XC40 recharge and yeah. another Volvo. I think. I, I think Volvo skinned it a little bit. Probably. I think the eventual end game is it would be like Android, that you would know your way around any car you jumped into. I think Ford just signed a deal with them. Yeah, Long-term right. deal. I don't know when it's going to roll out, but... Uh, it's a much better idea than I mean these infotainment systems they have they're in development so far in advance like years in advance they're outdated by oh, the yeah. time they ship it's a disaster yep. you could get me also complaining about infotainment good so yeah. I haven't yet to run into one where I'm like this is great infotainment uh, you know what drive like a, a three-year-old Hyundai Solid. That's a that's a great infotainment. There's like, there's just like, it's just like normal <laughs> stuff. Nothing is weird. A lot of hard buttons, and everyone's like, "Why do you like Hyundai so much?" Because it's good. Like I don't know what your problem is, and like your Tycon. How often do you adjust your vents? Oh my god. Yeah. The, yeah. Sorry, I, don't even, I had a I had a yeah I had a different Porsche before that, and it was the same thing with like the digital. I just left it on diffused. I'm thing. like, you know yeah. what? I'm all right with diffused air. Like whatever the yeah. temperature. You get fine. better at it with time, just like anything else, but. Um, you're certainly making sacrifices for the science fiction interior. No, no doubt. It's yeah. a, it's a trade off there. But, um, okay. So like back to my personal channel quickly, I like Jacob started with the exhaust videos and that was like his taste of like YouTube success. You got like yeah. 300,000 views, a couple of shares on big sites. Stuff would get shared. I'd be like, Holy, this is awesome. I get like $10 off this video. I'm like, I can make money. And for, for me in like 2012, I did, um, I was flying drones like before anyone else. So like I did some like propeller balancing and motor balancing tutorials and people were like, wow, it's actually helpful. And then I did, uh, you know, the Alex Moss gimbals, like the old ones. Mm -hmm. I finally had figured out how to tune it properly. Like I had the best PID tuning thing. I put it down, put it up there. It has like, it had like 80,000 views, only thumbs up, only positive comments. Like you saved my life. I've got a job tomorrow. And this was the only way I could get it working. And I was just like, yes. So that was like my first taste of like YouTube stuff is good. And then yeah so that's, that's how why it, i keep the personal channel with the reviews going because i did it once and it was fun and i wanted to do it again i well, like helping people well there is something as well about scale and how the expectations change with scale like it because you become more of a brand and less of a person like the bigger you get and because like it's like the whole uh, punching up thing the expectation is you can handle more because you've had more success so people can say those nasty things to you you know all the people you're blocking and whatnot yeah and however if you're if you have this smaller community there's almost like a subconscious recognition that, like why am i hating on this guy this guy's like me like what's he got nine thousand subscribers yeah almost 10 <laughs> after go. this video i think you'll <laughs> no, uh, no, I, don't know, I don't know about that <laughs> everybody subscribe give me the 10 subscribe to the straight or don't yeah subscribe <laughs> to the straight <laughs> um yeah, no, but uh, it's, I mean, the, when we were starting out, like, we didn't get negative comments until, like, probably 500,000 subscribers. Yeah, yeah. We, then, we, then we became overrated. Yeah, we, we were underrated, underrated and then overrated, and then... It was, it was like that. Yeah. Are you rated correctly now? I don't know. 
Right. I don't care either. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I did want to ask you guys about the, since the most recent car interact, I got a video going out probably the same time this goes out on like my Ford Lightning video. It's a long video. I don't know. It's probably going to be. Yeah, let's talk Lightning. It's probably going to be like 26 minute runtime or something. And you did like a half an hour live stream on it. Well, live streams are. It's, Do you want to tell them the live stream rule? Uh, what's the live stream rule? If we can't drive the car, oh, we yeah. do a live stream. Yeah, that is the rule. Oh, this is your way of. Getting content without being able to drive the car because yeah. we can't do the same review because we can't drive it. So you, you put in all the effort, you walk around, you do stuff. But for us, we're like, if you're not going to let us drive it, we're just going to live film with the iPhone, some good audio equipment that we finally figured out. <laughs> Thank God. And uh, we're going to put that out there. And that's our way to do static ones without like filming, editing, putting a lot of effort without them letting us drive it. I see what you're saying. You're holding the edit hostage. Because we can't drive it. Yeah. Right. But it still does well. And it's like a good compromise, I think, for us. Yeah, and it's nice to have access early, right? It's, and this is like a proof point that we use two manufacturers. Yeah. Like and we're, to we're, digging we're, through was really fun. Yeah, and that, like, the minute we went live, we probably had 30 seconds with that car before we went live. Right, so it's a it's an initial it's reaction. Thing. Yeah, that's with big. the audience while they can ask questions. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, No, for sure. Um, honestly, there's a real live aspect to what I do even when it's not live in that I'm not going to go over something again. Right. Like whatever we get, we get. It, it, that goes for pretty much all products. It's always been like that. That's a, sort of the one of the differences with the unboxing concept versus like a, re, a review, let's say. That's always been a difference where I've wanted to capture more of a reaction in, like uh just more on this authenticity. Just, 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 uh, I find it really hard to recommend things. Like uh, when people ask me in real life, hey man, what phone should I get? Something like this. I have to ask them so many questions about themselves before I can supply them a recommendation. Do you ever just give like stupid recommendations? Like people ask us, what car should I get? I'm like, they oh, do you get a Mazda Miata. Oh, right. Get, right. A, get a Ferrari uh, F40. That, like, oh, I've got a kid. I'm right. like, get two Miatas. I don't know. I don't have $20 million. <laughs> like, give me more information. That's probably a better tactic than what I do because I have to do an entire interrogation of, of you know, what was your last phone? Uh, what messaging system do all of your friends use? Are you on WhatsApp or do you do this or do you do that? And then I get on a video and I'm like, wait, I can't just send out some generic recommendation because it doesn't really work that way, which is one of the reasons why some of the best channels to get your recommendations from are just to map yourself to the channels that seem the most representative of you. Like, oh, that guy is like me. Right. So whatever he likes, probably I like it too. And that gets back to my earlier point about like as these channels scale up, you're it's hard for you to encompass all the variety of personalities and life situations of all the groups that follow you because they're not all exactly like you. There's, like, for example, on my channel, most of the viewers are younger than I am, for one. But I guess that's typical of an internet audience in general. Uh, but anyway, so, so because of the discomfort in that area, it was like, well, I'll capture the reaction because the reaction's always the reaction. Actually, you guys have a piece of that too. The yeah. reaction's always the reaction. Right. You know what I mean? And it's and so long as you're not acting or not acting too much, because it is a performance at the end of the day, then that piece remains uh, informationally significant. Right. Like I've seen this man react X number of times and that's how that thing made him feel. 
So let me just bank that. Yeah. And yeah. we've explained that. We're like, hey, sorry guys, if you don't like this launch, we've seen a lot of comments and like we're just more used to we have to we have to explain to the audience that we've gotten used to it. Yo, do you ever unbox things twice? Or do you ever have like a second box? Like, oh, I screwed that one up. No. Uh, <laughs> may, may, maybe once upon a time or like working on a, a particular project, like a billion years ago, I was doing something with Snickers. They had a that campaign, you're not yourself when you're hungry. Yeah. Or something and i was in the uk shooting a commercial and they had this elaborate box that was intentionally hard to get into and i had like a chainsaw and all this variety of tools to attempt to get into it it i wasn't supposed to get into it but that's the closest i can remember to taking multiple cracks at something Nor normally like i said i just want to do it one time you start talking two three four times i'm out of it because i'm like I, if it's not enjoyable to me, I know it's not going to be enjoyable to to somebody else. So, just trying to protect your own mood, your own mindset. Be like, uh, look forward to it instead of trying to limit the the amount of. Um, you just, I just don't want to act. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't want to act. I don't want to pretend. Yeah, it always feels uncomfortable. Why? Uh this might be a little heavy, but why do you think you've had so much so much success in what you did? Like unboxings, everyone. Was this is a, is a very interesting about this show right here is that I have you guys on, and the same thing happened with Peter the other day. Is that uh, normally I'd be asking you questions, but he did the same thing, then asked me questions, and then people get upset. They're like, "Why do you have these people on and you're talking about yourself so much?" I'm like, "They ask me questions." Well, you come at us with deep questions, so we got to come no, at no. you with and, deep questions. No, no, and honestly, too. I and we like just it. met you. Like, plus, yeah. I, I want to know about you. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I like it, and I think it's more typical of a conversation as opposed to an interview. But I think we just have to like work to set the precedent that I feel like there probably a lot of these conversations are going to go this way. But so, after after everyone hears the answer a couple times, they'll stop asking. Yeah, it's like, oh, how did you guys meet high school? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe. But but some of the some of the themes and trends are 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 more timeless than that. Like less YouTube specific and more. I mean, even his is fairly vague. Like, why did you personally you have that? Like, I could take it very tactically, or I could say, um, you know, I was anointed to do such things. Just, just give a, a an answer that we, we would say for our yeah, forty. I can, no, yeah. I'm just saying like it, it, it's I probably because I'm the best. I can. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? The like, best unboxing like, channel. That's like that's uh, why. Like I'm glad you asked. I was born to do such things. Well, that's good to know. Thank you yeah. very much for the answer. <laughs> Moving on. Thank you. No, man. It's a uh, um, it's a lot of things. I don't I don't even want to take too much credit for it because I'm the older I get, the longer that I'm in this, the more um aware i become of the ecosystem and impact of the ecosystem on the behavior in other words like the importance of timing where i was at the time i was with the set of skills that i had like this really weird concoction this mix of things that i was sort of prepared for but like i try to think what element did i add that may have been different than other people at the time because there were other people at the time like uh, putting out brute, like terrible looking videos exactly like this. I think the element that I put into it was just um, an unwillingness to to quit. That's it. Just perseverance. That's it. Just just get beat up and do it again. That's it. 
I really don't think it's anything else magical. Now, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit more comfortable than at, at, at talking and being in public, but even that happened over time. So you go watch my early videos, like, oh God, damn. How long till yeah. you got used to editing your own voice and stopped hating never. it? Never, absolutely never. Are oh. you kidding me? I'm, I'm used to it now. I'm used oh, to well, it you too. guys are still editing yourselves right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but I think it's very psychologically unhealthy. Another incentive for that person to sign up to edit right. because man, yeah listening to yourself that much is uh but then if that editor works for us he'll probably start hating us because he'll have to listen to us all the time it's both voices i hate you both yeah <laughs> it's possible it's possible but it's it's i mean well you just had to get many editors you just had to get yeah, a whole squad and then it can all balance out you can coach us on that we got to figure that out yeah, yeah you just gotta uh s spread it out in a in the healthiest fashion so nobody burns out because burnout is such a huge have we burnt out likelihood uh, i don't even know how you define that we've definitely been tired let's we've, put it that way we've learned to ride in that zone of let's just get outage. this done we need to get this done we, we forced ourselves to use the schedule that we created yeah like like tuesdays and fridays we, we, could, we, we could, created that we, we could don't go have to, once to continue a week. Yeah, I don't know. We could, but we just choose we, not to. We also started the trend of posting car reviews at 8 a.m. in the morning. That's yeah. us. Yikes. And then we just, that that's what we have to do now. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, this is a very common thread. McKinnon, when he was here, said, all I ever wanted was to not have a boss, and, and now I'm worse than all the bosses I ever had as yeah. a boss. I never really had a real job, so this is just like a continuation of freelance. <laughs> right, right. But Jacob, this is fun for him. I was like, come on, oh, man, man, just quit your job. This will be fun, don't like worry. Like a salary job with benefits and stuff, and right. I quit to do you this. Quit your benefits, sure. let's drive cars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Back, not not back. knowing when it's gonna work and out and or if it's gonna work I was out. In the, I was in the film industry. Dude, and we, sorry, I, go ahead. I quit, I stopped taking jobs in film industry in solidarity of Jacob quitting his job. I even brought him out on a couple of jobs too as a drone camera operator. Get a couple bucks. I'm like, I'm like, yo, no matter what you say, no matter what happens, <laughs> never say it's bad and just say, we got a nice moment there. And then everyone behind is gonna repeat it. Jacob's like, oh, it was a nice moment. And then nice moment to the agency, to the client. Nice moment, yeah, nice know. moment. All right, next, next. Figured it out. Yeah. They're like, what are we paying for? Nice moment. Nice moment. You got a nice we, we moment. We got your moment. You're yeah. doing commercials. You just need yep. a couple of quick moments. Nice, nice moment. Yeah. Fly the drone for two hours. You use one second. Yep. You might use it. You might not, but it's a nice moment. Moment. It's an option for you. It's in, in the folder. Um, what was your, oh, why? Yeah, that's it. Your question. What, why I was successful. That's the only way that I can look at it at this point, but I would put an when I will put an equivalent amount as far as ingredients are concerned in the atmosphere, the environment of, of that era, an equal amount compared to anything that I put into it. So I do feel like uh, luck plays a role in it for sure. I, I was, I used to be, I used to not leave as much space for that. Mm. Well, but, we, got, we got lucky too. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I was going to say is a lot of the things that you said is kind of similar to what we talk about. We're like, we were just the right age. We had the right skills. If we were any younger people, I would be like, Buy this 911. It's two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like, no, I'm not listening to you. But then, like, you know, we're almost thirty. Then it's like, all right, I could kind of listen to this guy. Yeah, and you know, we've driven some cars before that, and driven used cars and new cars and all that. But we had the right skills at the time. Like, we both liked cameras. We both were capable of filming. We we're both capable of editing, and we both liked cars with each other. Like, uh, in high school, before filming stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. we were always like, it's like, hey, let's Actually, go to the we, we parking would, lot and drift. We would film snowboard videos snowboard and stuff videos together. Snowboard videos together too, yeah, yeah. And then the, the parking lot drifting though was always like, it was always like, hey, Jake, <laughs> yeah. you want to go 
cause trouble on the snowy streets? Like, yes. Yeah, okay, obviously. let's go. Let me rip some e-brakes. Here, so, here's the first video ever. It's an exhaust video of my Subaru WRX. Actually, and it's already fairly good looking. Thank you. Like, I mean, as far as first videos on YouTube go, but... I was filmed with a GoPro. The whole thing. And then I got Jacob into Sony's. This is why it's called the straight pipes, by the way, because exhaust sounds. Right. That was it. Oh, it was already called the straight pipes even back then? Well, so it was, it was called that right from the beginning because it was only supposed to be exhaust sounds. It was never supposed to be reviews. But I'm like, how do I get these new cars that these journalists are getting, but I want it for the exhaust sound? <laughs> That's it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to be on camera. I've right. never wanted to be on camera. Right. But I want to drive the cars. I like cars. So well, I started to talk to a couple of them, and they're like, well, you have to be on camera. Like, you need driving impressions. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll start to talk about this stupid car just so I can drive it. Mm. And so that's when Yuri and I yeah. were like, well, uh, let's figure this out. We figured I, it out. I was filming for Motoring TV on TSN because I had all the drone stuff. I remember that. Else. Yeah. And they still then, do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were on it for a, yeah, season. We were on it for a season. A season. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, motoring, motoring 17. Yeah. But, it always um, had like the those uh, old school graphics and oh, stuff yeah. on that's it. That's like <laughs> the 3D stuff. Type yeah. in, uh, type in uh, the Straight Pipes Cobalt SS. Oh my god! That'll but yeah, I, I worked for them. I filmed them, and I asked the guy. I'm like, "Oh, how'd you get cars? Blah blah blah." Slowly stole all that information. Boom! Job stolen. Now we <laughs> get the lightning first. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, that's not the motoring one. That's on our. No, channel. that's. Oh, but yeah. that is. Yeah. That there's like you have to type in motoring TV because they posted them to. Oh their, right. And uh, you know what? They actually gave us an ultimatum. They're like, "Give us all the stuff you film." We'll put it out and then you can post it to YouTube. And we're just like, oh, they, their oh, SEO they, is probably not yeah, very they, good. We, we did help them with that in the beginning. But yeah, they were like, don't post it to your YouTube. Give it to us and then post whatever you don't, uh, whatever we don't use. And we're like, nah. And we just bailed on motoring altogether and just concentrated on YouTube. Luckily, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. They, so they had they had a sort of like old school approach to this. Very. Things. They didn't yeah, understand. And, and they were like, they're like, you need these these videos down to three minutes. And that's why our first couple of videos, you're just like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah, three minutes and 22 seconds. This, this is a car review in three minutes. Wow. We filmed it in front of dumpsters too. Yeah, it's a joke, but it was, this is like a buddy's car. Yeah. That was the logo they made. 2009 Cobalt SS Turbo 5-speed. Little did you guys know. Dude, we had so fun. Jacob didn't even have a beard. No, we had so you much fun with you this. You can't play videos with Jacob with no beard. He doesn't like it. That's Jacob 1.0. <laughs> Pre-upgrade. Yeah. Dude, we had the motoring TV plate. Yeah, yeah. But but they actually posted it to the motor. Anyways, it was um, it was fun. We were on TV for a season. Yep. That's People cool. would recognize us in bars because they would play motoring. TV sure, bar. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw yeah. you at the bar last we night. We had what, like ten thousand subscribers less? Roughly. That yeah, show would less. always be on at weird times because it, it goes on between sporting events. Right. It's like we don't know what to throw in. Throw Brad. Brad's gonna talk about cars. <laughs> motoring TV. But you know what? Those guys are. Those guys are amazing. They've been doing like the same thing over and over again for like so many years. Like. Yep. They 30, had a format, right? Thirty-three they, years and same guys and yeah. yeah there, there we go. I Shout out to, Brad Diamond. Motoring I used TV. to watch it as a kid. Yeah, I mean, when you were just dealing with TV on its own, this was kind of interesting when it would come on. Yeah, no, it's still it's still good. They still do good stuff. And Brad is the king of walk and talks. Like this guy, you yeah. you put a microphone in his hands, he'll walk, talk, say it all at once, and it'll be done like one time, always perfect. Nails nice. it. And There's that one with the the beach thing that he did. <sighs> Which that one was is like, that? Holy, That's... I don't remember. Yo, click on Will. Click on 1991 Dodge Stealth Turbo. Yeah, and that's Graham. That's, That's Graham. Graham. I used to film him at my Woodbine. God. Graham Fletcher. So, because this thing pumped out 300 very usable horses. 
Yeah, usable horses. He's good. He's good stuff. The Indy Pace car distinction comes oh, it's so catch, clean. However, Imagine seeing one of those today. Dude, that would wow. be so sick. Wow. feels as though it's been on extensive steroid program. But yeah, motor, <laughs> motor, <laughs> motor, motor He's writing an article, but he's saying. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even Marilyn Monroe might have been envious. Incidentally, the original styling cues were taken from a concept car called the Intrepid. What's the one where the beach where he does wow. the oh. passenger He can't search that either. One would from an Look at that zoom right there. So you guys don't have zooms like that. Uh, uh, I, we tried for a I, bit. I, I like messing around with zooms, but more like like dumb Quentin Tarantino style. Yeah. Like, oh, fast. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Just like zany stuff. Yeah. I just like doing weird things. I use the wide lens. Jacob uses the long lens when we film. That's our personalities. <laughs> I like depth it of is, field. It is, though. <laughs> give me, do, give me F1.4. Weird zany stuff, and James is like, I've got the angle locked off. Yeah. That's cool. It's uh, amazing that the two of you have figured out where one starts and the other, or one ends and the other begins. Like, there's very little stepping on toes going well, on. There's, the yeah, whole, there's none. The whole thing was we kind of, like, found out what like what we wanted to do and worked our way back. So, like, we started filming one review at a day, on a day, mm -hmm. and then we figured out what we did, and then we're like, okay, can we film... It was, it was trips. It was trips was what Trip, did. Trips helped it too. So we I used to bring the drone, the Segway, the gimbal, everything. Because I had all those like toys from when I was doing film industry stuff. And then we had to go on trips and I brought everything. I brought my roller blades. I had the gimbal. I was rolling. <laughs> and and checked looked, a bag? You checked bag? No, it looked sick though. Like I was, I'm really good on roller blades. And right. like this stuff looked awesome. And then like we brought less and less because we couldn't check bags. And then we're like, oh, everyone's like saying the production quality goes up even though we have less stuff. We're taking stuff away. People are saying the production is going up. We're like, Okay. And then we figured out that we found a way to film two cars in one day and we just made the format work on getting home for five or six. It's like, <laughs> yes, yeah. Be before, before light out. Two cars in one day and get home. That's, we do as much as we do what we can to make that work. Hmm. Because if you spent two days filming two cars, it's like so much more time. And yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing how, uh, even in different segments, it's a similar transaction that's being like there's it, the content that people see and then the weird systems that are put we put in place on ourselves to figure out how to manage getting things out. Like d just like you said, like it's got to be two cars in one day yeah. or you got to publish on Tuesday and Thursday or what, whatever, whatever it happens to be like we. It, it comes kind of close to the consistency thing that I was talking about. We find these arbitrary things. And then just stick to them and keep hammering them for some reason. Yeah. And I guess there's a limited number of people willing to do that. It's fun though. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, what I what is it. the most fun part? Like, how do you feel about the publish button or do how much time do you spend on a thumbnail? Like, okay. What? So if, if you scroll down the thumbnails, we have the format with the rolling shot with the yes. logo above because that's all Yuri, by the way. Nobody, because getting a rolling shot is difficult, right? Like if you had to get video of a car rolling car to car, do you have the equipment? Like who knows? Mm. So that's kind of our gimmick. And I also do some Photoshop, as you can tell by a lot of these, that the sunlight is hitting the side and the front at the perfect angle, which isn't realistic lighting. So that's my special touch. Mm -hmm. Desaturate the background, kind of the thing I've been doing for a while. So um, that's easy. Um, what was the other stuff? Like the publish button, the fun... The, the titles, Jacob I'm, works on the titles. Yeah, I do the titles. Um, I do all the description, the uh, basically everything to get the video up other than the thumbnail. So like 
all of that, plus the back end stuff, plus the cards, plus the end screens. Uh, what else is there? What's a, what's an example of a video that you guys thought was going to hit super hard? Tycon versus oh. Tycon. Yeah, that's a good one. We, we, we did late. Turbo versus Turbo no, S. No, no. Wait a sec. Do you know the second part of what I'm going to ask? Oh. No, sorry. You thought was going to hit super hard, but then bombed. Yeah. Tycon versus oh, Tycon. Yeah, that's yeah, what we assumed yeah, you'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure and I'm on the same did. page. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, so that that only got 465 over a year, where our first Tycon review, if you scroll down a bit more, it'll be the sil the gray one that we got right away. Like And it's got, a and it's an arguably worse ugly, spec. ugly yeah. Tycon. But yeah. because we got that right away when we could from a dealer before waiting for the press car. So then when we do the comparison, like people People just didn't, I don't know, it was weird. We thought people were going to be like, Turbo vs. Turbo S is going to be so sick. There's so much turbo. And really, just want to see the first one right away. And then I got a good one, which isn't your question, but one that we didn't expect to hit as well as it did, our launch control reactions. We expected it to do pretty well, but if you just type in, like, launch control or yeah, so I did something th like that. That's our most viewed video, and I just did that because it was Christmas break, and I was just bored, yeah. and I'm like, what can I do with footage that I have? And so, right there. Oh, uh, that's the newer one. There's an older one. Because uh, then we were like, hey, that worked. Let's do it again. And people seem to like it again. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. launch control. 5.7 And it's, a, it, it's like a, a two-minute video or three-minute video. It's super easily digestible. Did launch control just become our gimmick? Yeah, I think they reactions, personality. Yeah. yeah. But Which in the car space isn't like a thing. Not at all. Neither was it in the tech space. Right. Yeah. Oh my and we just blast it? through all of them real quick. Oh, sure <laughs> yeah, it's the human element. It's like the value of the car and the experience is relative to the human interpretation of it. Right. It gets valuable because I can see that it's valuable. Like, imagine a car at a distance, far away shot, and, and you know it's traveling fast, but you have no reference point. You don't get to experience. I, f I sometimes feel this way demoing like audio equipment. I'm like, it sounds great. It's like, but how do they know what it sounds like? They're listening through a phone on some crappy equipment, or they're, they're referencing the screen or phone or whatever they're watching on. So this stuff is actually informationally very helpful. It's not gimmicky it's really useful and uh i wouldn't underestimate this component this is probably why i know your channel hmm. to, to like that's probably the reason it immediately i set a marker a chapter in my in my brain and it deeply severed oh that's those guys yeah do we sound canadian to you because sometimes we'll say about and i think i feel like I, the way i say about is normal and they're like you guys are so canadian about about how do you say about 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 I don't know. A he says a, a. Will says A all the time. I do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's a dead giveaway. But that was a sick drift A, and they're like, you guys are so Canadian. What else kid. do they say? Uh, apologizing for things? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We try to get as many Canadian flags. In the, there's one nice Canadian flag we drive by that's huge, and we try to put that in as many shots as we can. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's a, that, We have like these little things like that that Yuri and I like to do, and people probably don't notice, but Yuri and I just like to do Talking it. about Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just yeah. for ourselves, though. That's cool. Yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about this lightning since we somehow avoided it and I don't do that many car videos and I have, I've been a truck owner for a long period of time. I have a tech channel. This feels like a really significant development to me, but I didn't know that you guys were so lukewarm on electric. Like this has no, really like surprised it. me. We just don't like the chargers. No, no, no. 
don't don't lie to me, all right? No, no that's do. literally it. Guys. I'm dead serious. Don't come in here and lie to me. All right. Look oh. at the look what you rolled up in. All right. Stop it. Look at your channel. Stop it. This is not uh, electric cars are uh they're no fun. That I mean that Look at that. If you go to the the Tycon rear wheel drive, I did a bunch of burnouts and donuts with that and that was very fun. Sure, but no one's buying that car. Because that. they don't sell it in Canada because Canada doesn't buy rear wheel drive. Yeah. So that's a niche case. The fact of the matter is when you guys think of fun on a personal level, not what's going to perform, it's not a, this and that. I mean, look at the friendship race. It's a Fiat 500 apart than a Ford Fiesta ST. Yeah. Come on. These guys, those guys don't like electric cars. The thing is, I can break it down pretty easily is because um, I thought about this too is uh, the gimmick with electric cars is launching them. The instant torque, the launch control. Yes. But to me, that wears off. Yes. Like, I have fun with it when I do it in a video, but I don't want to do it every single time I drive that car. And other than that, I feel like it's missing that engine sound, that satisfaction of just driving it at 60, 70 and flooring. And I was like, okay, that was pretty and Like fast. driving manual, like keeping busy is fun. Like there's no manual electric like you can make a fake one but then it's kind of like what's the point people tried that but no there's no production one but um it's just the element of missing fun while you're driving it and not launching it yeah that's it and and then they also have to like if you want to slide a car like do some drifts they have to limit traction control even if you turn it all the way off because instant torque will spin you out right away so there's no on, differential Mm -hmm. And there's no, there's no like, oh, the turbo needs to spool up or like things need to happen. Like the Tycon rear wheel drive, even with traction all the way off, it's not all the way off on a turn. Because if it was, it would have been swoop. Yeah. Sure. The Tycon, I mean, I, I haven't driven every electric car, but I've driven a lot of them. And compared to the Tesla, the Tycon does feel more like a car. It does. It's very planted. I mean... That's an exception I, to the you electric rule. You can throw that thing into a corner, and it's just like uh, debatable. It depends what tires you have on there. Yes, you we, need we've taken it. Tires. And the thing is, drive it back, drive it back to back with a 911 on the racetrack because we did that. Yeah. Okay, but a 911 is uh, a two seater, really. Okay, you, you a Panamera, like a Panamera, Panamera GTS. Stop it! I had a Panamera before I had this Taycan. I bet you'd probably get a faster lap time and have more fun Ooh. in the Panamera. Well, maybe more fun is arguable. You get to paddle, paddle, yeah. paddle, paddle. Yeah, yeah, but see, this, this, that's not really what I'm addressing here. I'm just talking, just cornering with it. I had a four-wheel drive Panamera too. They're, they're not all four-wheel drive, right? Yeah, uh, they, they are. Made, well, oh, they, they are now. They are. Now, they they are now. No one wants to buy rear-wheel drive in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. There is a there is a taste thing to it. It's certainly different. Icon's heavy, and yeah. you feel it at a racetrack. That's where we really felt it. Because when we throw it around Cliche Corner, like this is fantastic. Then we finally took it to a racetrack. We're like, this is understeering like crazy. But then you get like you get this weird. It pulls you out of the corner quicker with all wheel drive where uh, a gas car wouldn't. You kind of need to have more so momentum. Then, so so then what, do you, what do you guys say though? Then when they go to the Nurburgring and they clock crazy times with it. Have they in an electric car? I For think, sure, yeah. What's I don't know the, the time. What's the, what's the Taycan Turbo S Nurburgring time? I mean, it's up there with all those ridiculous rides. Uh, right, and then he's got to charge it, and then, then what, you can half do an one, hour later, an hour lap. later, because yeah. the battery has to cool down. Which is fine. The, the fun, <laughs> like, the what's fun, the fun in that? The fun thing about electric cars, we discovered this early on, is you get a cheap one, a light one, and you hypermile. Hypermiling is fun. Yes. 
We we like to. That does not seem fun to me at Have all. Have you ever hypermiled? No. In Maybe a cheap I, electric apparently car. Apparently, I need to try this. Get, get, a, get a bolt, a Chevy bolt, and go and go the exact distance that your range says. Oh, that's not right. What did he just say? No, no I, don't, I, don't I don't know what he's looking at. You can see a list of it. I think Tesla with the recent Plaid model actually. Yes, but that wasn't full production. That was like and then some... and then you have other cars like what is the new Rimac one? That other that oh God, electric. Yeah. Uh, that, does that ex uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen one in North America, but in Europe, apparently it exists. Yeah, it exists. Uh, Porsche invested in them. It's a real company. Yeah, it's like and 2,000 horsepower or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's going to eat everything. Seven minutes, 42 seconds. Yeah, it beat the, um, it beat the Ferrari uh, SF90 yeah. in a drag race, which was the unofficial world record. I think that's the Nürburgring time. 7.42. Okay, so that's, that's, that's a fast the, time. Yeah. Yeah, it is quick. But yeah. a Viper will do seven. Right, but you'll probably wreck. Yeah, see, four <laughs> four seconds slower than a Panamera Turbo in 2016, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, it's just it's just a different style of driving. But yeah, it's a different thing. Hypermiling. I had that exact Panamera cool. Turbo. It's hilarious. I, I find them to be very comparable in my experience. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like uh, they're just big. They're just big cars for a racetrack. But what but, what what was I? I was gonna say uh, what Yuri said basically is when you're at the track. So we had like a 911, what well, we have, a GT3, or we had a, a Cayman GT4 or something like that. So it turns in better, Yeah. and you'll the Taycan won't be able to catch them, but as soon as you leave that corner, the Taycan's on that bumper again. Right. It's a different, it's different. It's a different thing, yeah. And that's a GT car as well, so it's yeah. a lot more fun. But uh, I think you kind of have to hate electric as well. I don't think it's an option. No, we, we like it. If yeah. you if you we have to, hate it. If you have to have a car, like if you have a car channel, there should be some apprehension baked in because of the origin of these things like the the you can reach back and grab some cars like this you know what i mean and 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 it's it's fun and entertaining and the electric thing is so new and fresh that it it's lacking some of the texture of well, well no like I, i've been trying to get an imeve from Mitsubishi Canada for years. They just won't give me one because I think they're afraid we're going to like make fun of it. Do you know what the IMEV is? Yeah, I remember it. It's that little yeah. like a futuristic 100, 100 yeah. kilometer range or like, something. It looks so cool. Yeah. But like, I love that. And they're like, they just won't give me one. And I like, that is that fun, like classical, That that's like technically a classic electric car, right? Well, uh, that's point, a weird thought. Exactly. And like, it's cool. Electric. I want to review it, but like, they just won't give me one because they're afraid I'm going to make fun of it. And like Jacob will, I won't. I'll like it, but I know Jacob will hate it. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna look at it objectively. Like objectively, it's garbage. Well, look how cute that is. It's just straight garbage. I don't know. It doesn't have range. And this is why they won't give us a. I mean, it looks ugly. I'm gonna yeah. buy one. Here, I'll review it I'm right gonna, now. I'm look gonna at buy it. one and make you drive it. I would love to. Yeah. On a, on a golf course. On a golf course. Yeah. I, I want to take a golfing. That's well, my things thing. are gonna get really weird once the tech companies start putting out cars. Like I don't know if you guys have heard the rumors like that Apple's fairly yeah. far along. I'm stoked on the Apple car because I love iPhones. I hate Androids, and I <laughs> yeah. know it's gonna be intuitive and nice. But so it's probably going to lack personality, just like your iPhone. Ooh. I don't know. My, my, like, my like, iPhone's great. I love it. It's not going to look like a prowler. It, it's the but opposite of your tasting cars. It's very strange. Everybody has an iPhone. The iPhone works. I just like, I hate, you know how I'm doing my infotainment videos? Mm -hmm. I hate bad infotainments. I hate bad interfaces. Sure. Apple makes good interfaces. Yeah. In it's my a, opinion. It's just funny, like, if you do the comparison to... The nice thing about automotive, one of the reasons I think I get excited about it is because there's so many different approaches, unlike in smartphones, where people mostly care about Apple launches, and it's typically more of the same. Yeah. It's really not all that much that changes. It's like, oh, 
this camera module or the battery got ever so slightly bigger. Like I've been doing this for 10 years. So if every, you look at, every, everyone has a glass slab in their pocket. If you look at cars, it's kind of the same though, like a, a, a mid-cycle refresh. Mm -hmm. no, 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 they don't, they don't, they're not new as often. Yeah. But there's so many brands to consider when you go to buy one. There's many people that every single year for the last 10 years have just bought a new iPhone. And that's right. it. They don't even look, think about it, that's nothing. Me. And see, I, that's what I think electric cars are. Electric cars are just phones, and they're disposable. Yeah. That's the problem And this with is my point why cars. you should hate electric cars. No, and no, I no. Do, I, it's just why I think like that is a problem with new them, New cars sure. as much. We like old, used cars. Yes. Same, but, uh, same idea. Yeah. Is that, is that if the Apple car becomes as ubiquitous in the car landscape as the iPhone did in the phone landscape, pre-iPhone, you had so many brands competing and different takes like you had weird flipping things and you had yeah. it was very um undecided what the form factor was going to be if apple puts this thing out it's going to be autonomous as hell you're barely going to have any inputs it's going to know what you want and how to get you there and it's kind of um I don't know. I think it would be hard to describe it as fun, whatever yeah. they're going to okay, do. But that's not every car needs to be fun. Like if I want my family hauler car, like I just want it to be good. For sure. They will find the thing that's most applicable to the widest funnel as they've done with the phone. But the best part is old cars exist. Yeah. You can Sorry. always buy an old car. Can I cut you guys off? Yes. I have to use the washer. Dude, I have to too. I've been holding it in. Oh, can, yeah. Can we, we, can we take a break? pee break? Oh, okay. Good call. I, uh, good let's call. all do that. All right. Then. Sorry. Yo. We, we have the same bladder size, which yeah, we yeah. figured out on trips. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. Oh, it's yeah. really good. Because right. oh. <laughs> guests need to be ready. Uh, it's, it's a, a warning. It's a long walk to the bathroom. Don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, so this place I, is actually infinite. Take a scooter. <laughs> we have vehicles. We should probably supply them. Just give you one. This is your vehicle while you're here. You need to get one of those like yeah. uh, escalators that they had at Spadina Station back in the day. They have oh like a people mover? No, it's just like a flat like a yeah like at the like airport. At airport yeah, the flat escalators. Oh, yeah, those are underrated. You put those everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Ah, a couple steps isn't so bad. Every so often either. No, it's good. You know, I need to exercise. Well, more. one thing that Will started to do because he's lacking exercise is he jogs instead of walking. So this that stretch that you guys just walked, he'll just do a little jog instead. For sure, so I want a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> get some heelys <laughs> yeah your rollerblades would be great in here oh, actually I, well. I'm, I'm looking at this place i'm like yeah, yeah. set up some cones do some scooter on yeah. our way back you were uh saying that we're definitely going to talk about the ford lightning ford lightning Lightning. that's what you guys said that's yes all we did. i'm not sure if we're going to because every time so far we've somehow diverted i'll start i'll start did you realize that the ford f-150 lightning headlights are actually previous f-150 gen headlights and not new gen f-150 headlights the shape of the outline interesting and then they just added the bar in the center yes yep. i did not know that and the taillights too so all this this is the newest truck but we're using last gen looks which is different than all the new and I'm very into headlights and taillights and daytime running lights like very very into it yeah so do you think do you think there is some some cost consideration there or do you I think, think they got a good design and they stuck with it right so and I think the thickness of the bars that they went with worked better for that design that's yeah. my guess yeah and and I've been thinking about this too how their play on the electric truck is so different than the other electric trucks that they're playing on this comfort thing. They have to though. Uh, yeah. um, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for here? Relatability. Like you've owned a truck, you know our trucks, here's your electric truck. And so maybe there's kind of some sort of signal they're sending with the old headlight mm. that here's the thing you know and love, just electric. That's right. a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's not that new. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Yeah. That's the message, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, the headlight thing, I was like, oh, interesting. What do you think of the Lightning name? Because you know there was a yeah. previous F-150 Lightning that wasn't. And it was in Fast and Furious, and that's why everyone loves it so much. Two-door yeah. Yeah. street truck. Yeah. Red one. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit in the video. I'm, I wasn't super familiar with it. I had a neighbor who had one. I thought it, it was very road. cool. Because we're not really familiar with it either, but Paul Walker drove it in Fast and Furious, so it's automatically cool. You know, don't right. say we, because I want one of those. I've wanted yeah, one for like, a while. Yeah, but like, have you ever driven one? How many times have you seen one? No, but I've searched on I saw, uh, oh, you know what? One, classifieds one drove, quite a bit. One drove by, and I took a picture. I haven't sent it to you, but I do have a picture of it. Thank you. So the question then is, do you think it's fair for them to hijack the name? Yes. I think actually yes in this case. Where, um, where the Mach E was, mm. yeah, the Mustang Mach E. But Lightning makes perfect sense because go ahead with the Mustang Mach E. What uh, is the uh, part? Because there's a Mach One Mustang, and it's, well, it's an SUV that shouldn't be called a, a Mustang. A must, yeah. But they had to sell it, so we understand why they did it. It makes sense. It just took us two days to get over it, and now. But this is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you approve of it now? Yes. Everybody on the press trip to LA, the first day was like. Oh, I can't believe it's called a Mustang and a Mach E. And then second day, we're like, I guess kind of makes sense. The third day, it's like, all right, cool, cool SUV, let's go. Right. Yep. Interesting. And the Lightning never had that. I find. Yeah, everyone was like, Lightning, electricity. Yeah, we get it. Sure. Looks like a normal truck. I'm sure some in some groups, I'm sure. And it I was, think the Cybertruck being the Cybertruck helped the Lightning be the Lightning, no question. Yeah. Yeah. It's a the naming thing is really interesting. I at some point you run out of words. Well, they, to they indicate love, the thing you're trying to say. They love throwing heritage names back. They love it. Ford is like king of this. And headlights. Yeah. <laughs> we got the Bronco back. There's the Bronco Sport, which okay. never existed. Electric wheels. Do those look electric to you? Yes. Do you notice like electric wheels on hybrids and stuff? Yeah, because it doesn't have to do a drag. They're yeah. not trying to pull too much air in there. But they also want it to give that like electric look. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you sure that it doesn't start from the standpoint of we need something efficient and then they work around those parameters? Nah. I feel like they could do something that... They can make a normal-looking wheel not look electric-y but yes. be, like, have a minimal drag, but I think it adds that little bit of, like, Yeah, tang. well, they did have mi a minimal number of signals that they could send to say electric. Do you, like they, our, do you like our thumbnail there? That's so photoshopped. We just put the new front on the an old F-150 video and changed the background. Because we had the thumbnail before we actually saw the truck. Wow. It's fairly convincing. Pretty pretty obviously fake. But like... <laughs> I was it, being nice. Here's a, here's is a it, funny... Is it clickable? Do you oh. like the glow I added to the, to the headlights and how I blacked out the inner lights? I mean, I would say certainly for your channel it fits in. Yeah. I have a funny uh, trivia fact for uh, old straight pipe subscribers: is our thumbnails used to all be that yeah, in with, the beginning with the straight pipes with, with logo the, at the with top, with the doors open and us standing there, uh, and then we switched at one point because we're like, if Doug Demiro does it standing by his cars, why can't we? And then we realized we're not as cool as Doug Demiro. But it was Let's also a cool rolling shot, and we're going for a drive, yeah. so we're standing there going yeah, yeah, for yeah, a drive. Yeah. In a way, it's more representative of the video, right? But ha I feel having but the both of you there. But I like accentuating the perfect body line and lighting of the car. But back back the to lightning. the lightning. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, you have, they're nice looking thumbnails. 
Absolutely. Okay, so you guys got to got to look at it. I got to look at it. Uh, I in my video, which is out probably at the time that we're filming this, I was talking about how I feel like it's an important vehicle. I don't know if you guys touched on the same thing, in the sense that it's a segment where uh, I don't know. I would say that it would be the tougher, the maybe not the toughest, but the tougher group to flip to electric. Hundred percent. The truck group. As opposed to the, I don't know, the commuter group or the grocery store group or whatever other group, because uh, the truck is representative of God knows what it's represent. It's something different to everyone, but it represents something. Do you think that, what do you think of Ford's play here in attempting to overcome the apprehension around electric for the truck crowd? I, I think, think it's, it's they nailed it. Yeah, I think it's smart that they kept it with it just looks like a truck. It looks like an F-150. They had to do that. Um I think people are upset where they're asking what the range is and what about when I'm towing my 17 horses? Like what's the range when I'm doing that? And everyone's like, "Oh, it's 50% or 20% or whatever." But how often are you towing your horses? Jacob, how often have you used the back of your uh, Raptor? Uh probably 3 times and you used it once. Lou well, I use mine a lot because I have an 11-year-old and 9-year-old, and they both play hockey and baseball. Okay. So it's loaded with sports equipment all the time. But that could have been an SUV. Like, it's not like you use it for dirt. I have an stuff. SUV as well, but this stuff stinks. Okay. I'd, I'd rather have so it. You actually use so it. when you get the lightning, it's going to stink in the front and then yes. air out to the cab. I think it's pretty well <laughs> sealed in there, actually. But yeah, I always put a bed cover on. Like, I have yeah. one of those... Uh, my truck is not here right now, but I have one of those. The tonneau cover. But it's like the metal one yeah, the, okay. that you roll out. That's so what I have. A capsule at the front, which takes up some bed space. I was thinking with the Lightning, because you have the front trunk, you might get away with not putting a cover on, leaving the back open, because you do have this yeah. closed storage now, which is fairly generous. But I probably would still end up covering. It's it's funny that they're like finally catching up to how the ridge line has this like the storage underneath at the bottom right and now they have like a sealable outside kind of extra trunk well and then there's the i don't know if you've, you've seen the uh hyundai santa cruz their little pickup yeah. truck thing yeah they have a metal uh covered that's built, built in. in like a sure. cover. and of course the cyber truck showed off the same thing right yeah covered. but now you have like a hyundai <laughs> no no it's cool the hyundai is really cool it's interesting but back to the lightning back to the lightning well but if ford just put out another small truck the maverick did you guys yeah, see yeah, that yeah, as well yeah. so yeah man it, truck marketplace hot huge and uh, it's i'm curious like is this so in the case of tesla they say oh we're going to make this cyber truck and we're going to convince electric car people that they need a truck or that they want this truck at least maybe not necessarily go after the truck crowd who already owns an f-150 and say now you need a cyber truck like it would be pretty wild to show up to the job site in a cyber truck yeah we actually have a cyber truck review on our channel if you search up straight up cyber truck we, we drove one. Oh, so did you actually well we drove a cyber truck uh-oh it was our million subscriber video uh-oh see i sense a troll well i don't know i smell a troll <laughs> but I, I love the look of the cyber truck like i think tesla is going to kill it with that because like i want that and i don't even like trucks yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying right there as opposed to the truck person who needs a truck has had a truck owns a truck currently and is aiming to replace it that is insane but if that if that cyber truck is more capable than a than a ford f-150 i'm sure truck people will be like i don't care this is american made i want to have a better truck let's do it 
Yeah. Yeah, but there's a certain level of flashiness where it is everyone willing to make to pull up? That's going to be the most head-turning vehicle on the street, period. Well, the thing is, if it's more capable, I'm sure there's some guy who's like, I don't care what it looks like. It does a better job and I want it. But for the most people, yeah, like I have I have a cool DeLorean truck. Let's go. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so they they so Tesla takes that approach of potentially converting everybody and saying, wouldn't it be cool to to just have this cool vehicle, period? And then Ford has the more subdued approach. Then you have the likes of Rivian. I don't know. Obviously, you yeah, guys have probably that. been paying attention to that. What about, um, what about Nikola, the fake company that rolled their truck down yeah, the hill? Yeah, that uh, one may or may not we exist. Don't, we don't, nothing exists until I see it in real life. Yeah. And that's kind of... They said we can review that. Well, I don't know. Not that. I don't know all the details of the Nikola thing. Don't hold oh, me to oh, that. Oh, no, man. I they're, heard that they rolled C- it down a hill or something. Their CEO left and got accused of... All, same with the Lordstown Motors. I've been following yeah, these, sto- was, these yeah. stories like... They misrepresented, uh, or they're accused of misrepresenting the number of pre-orders in order to secure more funding. It's all, I mean, yeah, it's, they're startups, right? They're not, it's not, you can't compare to, have you guys seen this one? They're, they're going to bring this one here. I don't know. Maybe you guys can, we can. I think they offered this to us a while ago, but we haven't talked to them for. They were were in the States and like we couldn't get down there or something. Yeah. Well, I think we're working on getting one over yeah. in the middle of this studio. So I don't let, know. Let us know. We'll come by. You guys do can... a live video only. <laughs> yeah. We can't drive it. Well, then there's the Hummer. Hummer is cool. Yeah, which Hummer is coming as, well. as a truck as well. Hummer looks next Hummer level, too. but the infotainment looks like a nightmare. Yeah. From what it, I remember. It has crab mode. Crab mode. So. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. They showed that off at the Super Bowl commercial. So, all right. Then I would do a Hummer over an F-150 for sure. But I also wouldn't probably get neither because... But they also announced huge. the pricing of these, and they're way more than yeah, an F-150. But that Hummer looks cool. And then they had like the Led Zeppelin thing, yeah, for, yeah. like the trailer of it. Like that it's was a, yeah, cool. One hundred and twelve thousand dollars U.S. to start, and it's not coming for like another two, three years. It's very pricey. Yeah, you got to really want it. Um, I think it's cool. It's really cool. So oh, sorry, sorry, I meant like the video trailer, like the launch video. We can't play that on. on I don't think we can play Led Zeppelin on the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got clearance. We oh, okay. This is a really uh, just checking. This is a really established show here, so... Wait till we start uh, we made- copyright claiming all the <laughs> yeah. clips he used of us. <laughs> Clearances in advance. Send me that money. <laughs> so uh, as far as those different um, those different takes on the electric truck that we just mentioned, like that wide variety there, if you guys were forced to buy one, spend your own money, it had to be your only car, which one would you go with? Cybertruck. Cybertruck. <laughs> Oh, wow. it looks so yeah. cool. interesting. F one fifty is for it's like ridiculous. normal people just transitioning to electric who don't care. Cybertruck is for you know people who are just like, yo, we want something cool. It'll do well for views and it'll look cool and it'll be good for the image of the channel. Well, definitely the business side of things. And but the- I'm talking about actually, if it was my only car, like, would I at some point get? This is something I'm thinking. Fed up with all the attention everywhere I go. Mm. But if they sell a lot, then it won't even be like model wise when they came out, we're like, whoa, and now you're like, model no, y no, 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 don't compare to Cybertruck to a model Y. Model Y was like really exciting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on, oh, I, I, you saw the first it's couple? a squished model. I think you X. mean a model X, first of all, but you're still no, I'm still excited on the model Y's. Really, I don't know. The model Y is just a squished yeah. model X, yeah, but they were new on the road. I'm sure people get used to it. Like, know. what's a new, what's a current car that's like wild at first, and now people are used to it? Stinger. 
Kia Stingers. No, it's not <laughs> Jacob, just, Jacob just loves seeing the Stingers. No, I think that the Stinger actually looks pretty good. So what we're it. saying is nothing on the road in the last 10 years is as cool as a Cybertruck will be. Yeah, absolutely. But, so how would we not want to pick it? A consumer recommendation for the one that someone should actually probably buy will probably be the F-150. Just because it is the F-150, Ford can't afford to screw it up. I see. So you're making the distinction between what you would want versus what you would recommend. And yeah. you get back full circle on this conversation about how bizarre it is, how different, how divergent those paths are. Definitely yep. recommend the F-150. <laughs> I would take the, um, the Cybertruck, but like yep. so the Hummer weird. might yep. be just as cool. Right. Like but imagine, imagine crab walking into stuff. But if if yeah, like advice wise, be like, oh, what should what should what electric truck should I get? Well, the Hummer is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and the F one fifty is sixty. And the Cybertruck doesn't exist yet. You're talking Canadian dollars, roughly. Yeah, yeah, Canadian. Yeah, I feel the need to put that in there because it sounds like a lot of money. Right. When yeah. you say one hundred fifty, I'm like, whoa, that's oh, a high spec model. Do you right do there. Uh, do you do your pricing in U.S. or Canadian? When you uh, talk about products. It, I try to avoid it, but if I'm going to say prices can be U.S. for sure. Okay, we do yeah. Canadian pricing because we have Canadian spec cars and like U.S. cars usually don't get heated seats and steering wheels. So like we give the Canadian price and then we do a direct conversion. Crazy. And, yeah. And it's like, yeah. And the people are like, can you do pounds? Can you do this? And it's like, what about uh, kilometers, miles? Oh, we, we, don't, uh, we don't talk about mileage in uh, like how gas mileage and stuff. No, but horsepower and torque. We have to do uh, newton meters and kilowatt hours. We, st we, we started to do that kilowatts, but yeah, we started kilowatts, to do that recently uh, because people were upset that yeah, there's a direct inversion. Yeah. Um, so people got upset that uh, you know nobody uses that here, but in Europe that's what they use or whatever. What's the coolest car you, that you've had on the channel? I like the 911 Speedster. I like the NASCAR. Oh, yeah, I've actually seen a few of those around. Yeah, the Speedster was, I think, my favorite to drive, even though I didn't drive it for very long. The NASCAR was really cool. But NASCAR was, is my favorite. That guy let us drive it before he like, put it on a trailer and went to a race. We filmed that whole NASCAR review in forty in an hour, I think. Yes, search a NASCAR. Are we talking about an actual NASCAR? An actual NASCAR. We the got guy, to drive oh, it I around. I haven't seen this. Uh, this is like my favorite video. Holy cow. Yeah, it was a sponsored thing for uh, Castrol. Sure. So they literally just threw us into this. And that's the big track. Yeah. And they're like, the contract's like, don't go past 100 kilometers an hour. And we're like, there's no speedometer. He's like, no. We're like, All right. <laughs> I just sent it. Like, I was, I was top of fourth. Like, I couldn't go any faster. I'm like, this is, this is what I have. And this is, this is me and Jacob filming all this drone stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, we literally had an hour with this car to A, figure it out, and B, film it. What? Where is this track? Uh, uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park in uh Bowmanville. You want to come racing with us? We can set up some track time. Whoa. Yeah, and that's the big track, too. It's down the street from here, sort of. Whoa. I didn't even know that was there. So, wait, what about the recent one you filmed, the one that I clicked on that no one else did? That's uh, Toronto Motorsports Park. Park. The names are confusing. They're total opposite ends of the city. Yeah. That's in Cayuga, which is around Hamilton. So, that one, the Cayuga one, it's like it's built off an old airstrip, and you can go there on like pay 100 bucks or something, go there on a night, drive your own car, whatever. It's like accessible to people, and like, this they do big races at Toronto Motorsport, no at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and then like it gets rented out by uh, McLaren clubs. Like if you watch, if you follow the McLaren guy on uh, Instagram, they had all the McLarens lined up for a photo, like a hundred, yeah. not a hundred, maybe like forty of them. And this used to be uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park where we did that NASCAR. It used to be an F1 track, like way back. Oh wow! Yeah. So what does it cost to get on there? You rent it for the day. Couple, or a couple thousand dollars. part of a club or something. Okay. you got to be part of a club. And then everybody splits like and ends go, up being a couple hundred dollars. You can go there with your Taycan because there's pure Porsche clubs that go there all the time. But yeah. like us, uh, uh, when, when, when I was talking to North Toronto Porsche, they were like, 
yo, come with us to this racetrack That's and, what it and do, do this type of thing. But yes. I was curious more for filming if we wanted to take any cars that we had here and take them over there. You go that's a lot. Cayuga. Yeah, it's that's a, a lot more, more difficult accessible. to set up there, um, just because they have more professional races set up throughout the year. Mm -hmm. uh, Canadian Tire, or sorry, Toronto Motorsports Park in Cayuga uh, is more for like grassroots stuff, so it's easier to get access. And they have to. a drag strip. And their their bread and butter is the drag strip. So are you guys getting into the drag race this stuff or this or the? I'm gonna go with yes because my Mustang. Jacob's making this Mustang a dragster, and I'm looking to buy a drift car. So I have a Fox body right now that's getting fully redone. Oh, yeah, I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, so I'm going yeah. to check it out actually tomorrow. Uh, it's getting cams, all new heads. I'm getting uh, fat Hoosier tires out back, which is a thing of Continental, and then uh, skinnies in the front. It's going to look like it. It's going to look and sound like a drag car. Wow. But, and, but you're actually going to take it out oh, yeah. there. 100%. Cool. Where, else I, you, where else are you going to drag race? My goal is, is a wheel stand. Like, I want to get the front tires in the air. That's content. Yeah. Cool. But like, what about the what about just the the car wow stuff when they're just like any variety of cars uh, a quarter mile this type of thing? It's hard for us here because manufacture. Yeah, you, it's hard to get them to allow you to take the cars to the track. And I have them. to hear the word manufacturer. From Welcome you, to my life ever again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't they, want to say They that. don't want you to take it on the track. I they know, don't want you to measure. But in Carwow's case, doesn't he just become pals with these luxury dudes? But you, and that like, too. Hey, yeah, I mean, he's just working, man. Matt, it's Matt not Watson. a he, though. He just, it's, it's a several hundred yeah, person company. Yeah, so do all that, boys. Well, there's Let's two go. of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we do have racetrack insurance and stuff, which was already like a thing that we had to essentially pioneer up here. Yeah. Matt, Matt Watson, he kills it. He's a special guy. He's a great guy. We talked to but him. But also, that's the whole UK thing. UK, it's like, they do whatever they want, and they they, they invented like no automotive journalism in the UK. Essentially, oh, so you're saying you're saying they they, don't, have, they have more freedom than like the USA. There's precedent that's been set, and the, it's easier to. They call their shots. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to set up the shot calling in Canada for the future. Well, you got to do it at some point, right? It we're, has to start somewhere. Well, that's why we're taking the cars on the track, like and drifting them and stuff, and doing more of that. And it's just and that took a lot of work to deal with the convince car. the m people to let us do that right but there's a lot of cool guys helping us out so yeah yep i feel like i feel like there's probably even even maybe even watching this there's probably people that are like oh i can hook you up with this or that because like, oh, yeah. because people have nice cars right but and they want to break them and then well don't do that but you never it might break on it might break on its own while but you didn't have he it. just say he's got all kinds of insurance uh, but i don't want to deal with it yeah if you Insurance is there to not use. Well, then, then get a waiver or something. Get them to sign something. But then something. you still feel bad. And then, like, other U.S. car reviewers, the, people's cars have broken while they were driving it. And then there's drama. It's like, you broke my car. You didn't pay for it. And then it's like a whole thing. And it's it's just easier for us to... Sounds like great content right there. <laughs> we don't, we we are drama free. We're, no we're drama. a drama-free no, channel. No drama. Yeah, no. We, we don't deal with that. Like, we want our lives as simple as possible. I don't want headaches. It's already hectic enough. You don't, you yeah. don't need the... The exposed video no <laughs> no just drive new cars on cliche corner yeah okay have yeah. fun on the track with our own cars too <laughs> no I, no i just know i just noticed that they're that their uh videos their uh quarter mile videos they're do, amazing they do well amazing it's hard not to like click. my kids watch them yeah. you know i can't get them to watch anything they're like my videos are boring to them but they'll they'll, they'll watch car wow they're like oh, did you see the time on that you see the time on that that's the future viewer right there yeah. I have two boys, eleven and nine, and 
they're all about car wow oh yeah that so, makes sense man, that's that's like matt's gimmick he carved that out he's like the drag race guy he's got and i say gimmick in a good way because i actually like gimmicks but yeah. that's his thing and, and you know oh that's interesting how uh, respectable you guys are about that i would just think it was a tactic that anybody could utilize no he, this guy pioneered the format well, well, well no i know you said guys said that earlier that you pioneered this format and they pioneered yeah. that format but yeah. like i i uh I started unboxing things in front of a gray wall on a white table, and then there were ten thousand right. of me when I turned around. So I don't know that. Right. I don't know that it really matters. I think uh, this is a game where if a fee if if users want a feature, your product better have it. That's my take. Hmm. I'm by the way, I'm calling your channel and videos a product in that scenario. I don't know. I just. I there's just gimmick infringement, and we do our best to avoid. That's it. crazy to me. So, like, we our our titles got a little similar to Doug Demuro's titles for a bit. Yeah. And I straight up called him, and I'm like, "Hey, we're gonna make these titles kind of like this. Do you mind?" He's like, "You'd be stupid not to try that." And we're like, "Thank you." Oh yeah. So there you go. That's an example of what I'm talking about. But we, we it's just respect yeah. and permission, essentially. That's completely cool. And but do you feel as though if you all of a sudden were taking cars to the racetrack and lining them up, then uh then there would be offense taken on behalf of not offense i don't think so it's just other people are already doing that it's like i'm copying someone else's format and like i can do my own thing yeah i see like okay. sure that is the path to success like that's the easy path to success but we don't really necessarily want that no e and easy in views but hard to organize right exactly to get the cars lined up yeah i honestly was looking at it more just from a distance obviously just looking at I mean, it's impossible to be on YouTube and not to look for paths towards survival. Like, it's just yeah. what, how we do it. You know, it's just like, okay, th we can do this, we can do that. And there's a point at which for any channel, you can be sitting there looking at dead view counts and you're like, oh, we got to do something. And all of a sudden, whatever you guys just set up as far as format <laughs> pioneering, you just be like, nah, man, we got to make, like, I got to do a job that somebody wants me to do. Yeah. And so there's a part of it where if you're not, uh, and I know it's it can be frustrating as far as metrics are concerned, but we're all adapting to metric-based input. It's like, oh, that's working for us. That's not. And the only way to know what people really want from you is to try it. And that, like that's and, for us. And you guys are so strong on the reactions. If you had the walkie-talkies going and you guys were on the on the strip, damn. We had that in the Fiesta video. Exactly, and I liked it. You just had the wrong cars. <laughs> exactly, and that's fine. <laughs> You just had well, to, we have uh, we, we have, the wrong YouTube cars. We do have the right cars for ourselves to have fun. We did do drag races in an upcoming comparison that'll probably get us in a lot of trouble. Well, I don't think so. We'll see though. We'll see. So uh, why? Why? So how? Uh, so? The M word. The M word maybe didn't. They may, might not like it. May not like that we took something and compared it to something else. It doesn't race. make it any better if you say M word. Still bothers me equally. So we will find out when we get around to editing that if our editor starts editing it for us. I, I did cut it down, but it's not even close. Right. Okay. Cool. So it's we'll not a, it's not a hard line. You may venture into that. Territory. But it's not. It's not. The video won't just be that. It's, I see. It's part of the video. That's it's actually, cool. It's actually a story, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's that's different. Right. It's it's a little bit different. Because here's the thing, at the peak, Top Gear at its peak was not a hit car show it was a hit show period exactly right it was just huge it was enormous it was for everyone yeah and it's because they leaned on these elements that weren't part of the typical setup manufacturer word 
car journalism. Like it wasn't what it was. I know that, I guess they probably, I think they had their issues, right? Somebody wouldn't send them cars at one point. Well, they, they weren't got, allowed to race the Ferrari, Porsche, and... Yeah, the, the Holy Trinity. What is Ferrari, Porsche, and um, McLaren? Yes. So they even bumped into the thing you're talking about as well, but yeah. they found a way to do crazy stuff that yeah. would not fit into a box uh, at the time, really. It was it was kind of... But they were all journalists for like 10 to 20 years before they started doing the show. And we're still, I feel like, working on that. We're still getting that catalog of cars under our belts. So if we ever do do the Top Gear route where we like make it all crazy, we want to have that experience first. Because if you just dive in and you've never reviewed more than like one car and you're like, I'm Top Gear now, people are going to be like, why should I listen you? to you? But if yeah. we have 400, 500 videos of car reviews and now we're like, we're top gear now, they'll be like, well, you have reviewed four or 500 cars, so. Yeah, well, and and it is interesting that they had such a hit show so late in their careers. Like they're already right. old dudes. They're even older now and they still pull, like they've got um, quite a following. Obviously the show has changed and I guess- uh, Well, like the farming show is like the, the most exciting the thing you've done. Have you watched uh, Jeremy Clarkson's farming show? No. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's amazing. So he can do anything now. Exactly. Obviously that's completely up to him, but um, all right. So then as far as the, as far as uh, the roadmap for you guys is concerned, you're really committed to this, to this uh, format that you're currently doing and maybe you'll spice, throw some spice in there a little bit yep. for experimentation. And see how that goes. That's, That's exactly it. It's a good move. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try something a little weird, and you're just going to try some weird stuff. We're just going to have some fun things. Like, the Mustang box body thing might be a build. The the Fiat. Yeah, the Fiat got modified. Fiesta build. got modified, so we're going to do a build video on there. And that might work out because a lot of people like build videos. Yeah, like, mm. there's channels in the States like Tavarish and stuff. Like, they do builds and huge channels. Um like multi-video yeah. type of situations. But then ours will be along. summarized in one video because we got someone to do it for us because we don't do wrenching. Yeah, we don't have time. Because <laughs> we're editing. <laughs> and the kids. Yes. There we are again. Time. Full circle. Back to the time. Yeah, I've watched this guy yeah, before. Yeah, Rich. I've exactly. watched Rich Rebuilds. Yeah. Is that who you said as well? No, but oh, that's another channel. That guy, that I, and there's Sam Crack. He put a V8 in a Tesla, which is awesome. Yep. I, I watched <laughs> some of that. This is a... That's a fun channel as well. Yeah. Yeah, the cool thing about the build is it's a just such an easy and obvious narrative. It's like you start with from scratch or with nothing and you get to follow along as uh, you progress. There's so, a there's a local build channel, Speed Academy, which is fantastic. We're uh, good friends with them and uh, they actually go to the track uh, Toronto Motorsports Sports Park with us quite a bit. Oh, cool. Yeah, these guys are great. They, they had a thing like Top Gear style where you'd go and you'd battle your co-host or a buddy if you go to your, their playlists, we had they had other YouTubers come on yeah, and we race a Miata to see who would have the fastest time, and it was really fun. Yes. Uh, I think you scroll down to the YouTuber there on the left, the YouTube I, uh, track challenge. I did beat Yuri for the record. Yeah, but then both of us together beat pretty much everyone else. At, at the time, we actually did beat everybody on the board, I think, except one or one or two guys. But is that the, Yeah, there you go. Is that your prowler again? Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Any chance I get, bring it up. <laughs> Yeah, this is so much fun. So they yep. built that car just for this Miata YouTube series where they would invite other YouTubers to drive but it. But they have since wow. scrapped it, so we can't invite you out. Do you drive manual? Absolutely not. We can teach right. you. you probably wouldn't do well. Can we do a video series? Yes. We've thought about this as well. What? Wait, maybe it doesn't Teaching have to be... Teaching people to drive manual. Maybe it doesn't oh, yeah. have to be yeah. a series. Maybe we can just do one video. Yeah. Teaching you how to drive manual? What's the hardest 
I made it, we made a teaching you how to drive manual video. My ideal thing would be show someone that video, give them a manual car and see if they could figure it out based on the video. That's not a bad concept. You want to man- let me know if you want a manual car, I'll have it delivered. You want a Corolla? <laughs> I can get you a Corolla. See, you know what? Actually, you, what you just said to me seems really cool too, because I followed a little bit when you guys bought those weird cars, the one that you're talking about modding. Yeah. Uh, very, very, I mean, I didn't dive into it too deeply, but the whole used car auto trader thing of finding a cool gem. I'm just, I'm speaking like really loosely right now, content wise, how cool that is. That's Hoovy's garage. Yes. Well, okay. It already exists. And he, oh yeah. And he's pigeonholed oh. himself to the point where he needs to buy cars every week, always. But him, uh, Tavarish and Ed Bullion, started this show called Car Trek. And what they do is, is pretty much the first season was like ripping off Top Gear completely, but like kind of paying an homage to it. And now they just do the same thing every season. And it's more fun to watch them for us than it is to watch actual Top Gear. Hmm. Because it's YouTube Top Gear. It's more yeah. relatable. And they're doing the same format, but it's not gimmick infringement because they're just paying <laughs> tribute to it. And they, they admit to all of it. And they're like, we are literally doing Top Gear, but it's us. Man, this, this I love this gimmick infringement conversation because I'm telling you right now, I've been in a tech YouTube segment for a decade and it doesn't exist. There is no gimmick infringement. Everybody does everything. They go, oh, that worked. Okay, cool. I used to watch a lot of wrestling. So yeah, there's like that, a lot that's of where gimmick that came infringement from. there. Like you can't just like take wow. an elbow from the top ropes, right? You need to like, that's macho man. You need to do it slightly different or, you know, there's. I, I, you know what? I don't mind it. The more I hear you talk about it, like that there's unwritten rules, a respect for the elders and things like this. So that's kind of cool. I like to think so. Maybe yeah, no one else. No, but I just, we, but, I, but I just, I hate to be a downer on it, but I just feel like the internet doesn't care. They don't, but we care. Yeah, yeah I know. So it's a weird, it's like for your own. It's my fun little fantasy world. Yeah. Know, where yeah. I'm a wrestler and gimmicks matter. Like the internet seems so, uh, and I'm not saying I agree with it, but the internet seems so sherry and redo it. Like, like uh, TikTok. Oh, this is the uh, this is the viral one right now. So everybody do it. It's so much more memes. Like like uh, memes are a perfect example. It's funny. It's unlimited. Everyone does it. There is no original. You can't even find who made it. Yeah. It's 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 very old fashioned. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah, but, but that's like a different world. Like TikTok, it's like you're meant to copy every. It's like you're meant to put your take on it by doing it the same way, but I don't know. No, uh, hey man, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that the internet has, has uh, um, like the anonymity of it. Like you don't know where anything started or who was first, or even you guys yeah. saying you pioneered a format. But like, we were probably wrong and we probably accidentally stole it from someone else. That's what I'm annoying. saying. Cause yeah. it's just so much stuff like, all the time. Like cliche, we weren't the cliche, first. Cliche but... corner, the corner that we film at, it's called cliche corner because it was the cliche place to film car reviews in the area. So that's why I named it that. But by doing that, we made it our corner and now no one else can film there without copying yeah. our corner. So we call the corner the cliche place to film it, but if you film it, you can't because it's gimmick infringement, I think. And but I, people still do. And see, I'm sort of having, uh, I'm having a weird uh, recollection now of, like, of why I'm sensitive about this is because in the tech space around fanboys like android versus apple fanboys 
it's always over where a feature was first. Uh, Android did it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I used to have an Android phone. We did Android uh, versus Apple CarPlay. Yeah, and I did. So I've been in this for 10 years and you get to a point of like, I don't care who did it. It's If it's better, put it in. Right. If we, if we can all agree, it's uh, like uh, VHS, Betamax or DVD versus or Blu-ray versus HD DVD. Like it gets better if we all agree something is better. So there is a fine yeah. line to the tradition thing where it can hold you back. But it's also nice to see people be original in ways because like they have to. It's like if like we differentiated ourselves from other channels because we're like, okay, this is cool, but we need to do it differently. So how can we do it differently? So by like avoiding what everyone else is doing, you come up with your own cool format. I think. Hey, and our personality is our personality. So yeah. that's the extra for, for, spin. I I'm I'm down with it. I'm completely down with it. And I think uh but I but I do think that by getting somewhere a little bit earlier, it doesn't mean you own it. No. Well no. we definitely don't own the, anything. The, that's why it's the just fine like, the fine bros famously tried to do this around the React genre. They say, own they own our reaction of launch control. Yeah, exactly. And and of course the internet ate that alive, man. The internet said, You own what? You can't own something like that. And it's, it, there's a generational aspect to it, too, because even the music business, they're like, we own everything. You can't use it. And then they're like, oh, God, we can't. It's not working out. They're like, let the kids use anything they want on TikTok. Like, everything changed because uh, this new wave of way of interacting with intellectual property. So it's it's cool that it's maintained in this subset i don't even know if anyone adheres to it in the to the level of severity that you guys are suggesting it's like it's to almost me. like know. a made-up world to me and jacob that keeps us exactly. entertained. <laughs> like we're just trying to keep ourselves entertained with our pretty own much like we don't world. we don't talk to too many people in this industry because we just talk to each other mostly <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but it's like yeah. we talk to people but we don't have like this deep is just all in my head yeah i see none okay. of this is real oh, okay all but right. we did ask doug if we could copy his Titles. that is true <laughs> yeah and That's, then we changed it anyways yeah yeah it does seem like there's a pretty tight community there the way you just casually said i just reached out to doug and but then we did steal phil defranco's titles but he's not in the car space so i feel like that's okay and then yeah, we yeah. did steal the corridor crew uh this many people are subscribed yes this percentage so it's like we st we're stealing from people who aren't in cars oh, yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll admit where we steal yeah. like when we steal but we don't think i we messaged steal corridor everything. crew but they never responded <laughs> yeah no, and 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 I I understand your parameters now. I, you can steal anything so long as it's not from the car space. Uh, you can steal from car space, but oh. you, you might have to ask, or or maybe you just be like, do it a little different. Exactly, as long as it's a little different. Or acknowledge you stole it. Stole, like, the acknowledgement. Matt Watson, Matt Watson, when we met him in real life, he's like, ah, oh, I nicked some stuff from you. I hope you don't mind. And we're like, all good. Oh, see, I feel like that's a seal of approval that you guys need to get out there on, on the get lined up on the quarter mile. If we ever do, we're going to copy his format well, shot for shot. We have an idea, which I don't want to share because we might actually do it related to that. But uh, yeah, we can talk about that off I here. feel like that's a seal of approval right there. If he says he nicked something from you. Because, yeah. because ultimately, it will be unique regardless because like you guys said, you're you, they're them, and uh, it's pretty tough to replicate. I'm so, I'm actually surprised no one's done like a full review in our format on YouTube and like shared it with us. Be like, hey, I did People, a tw 20 minute video exactly like yours. What do you think? I'd be like, this is so entertaining to watch. They've done snippets and they've what done our, our the, intros. What about the other two dudes that do the cars that you guys don't want to mention? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> there, there's a there's a beef from the past. 
and like we said, we avoid drama. See? Oh, I'm so glad that we but came I, back I, after we peed because I almost forgot to go back there because earlier <laughs> you guys just breezed past it. You're yeah. like, no, 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 we don't talk about that because they're from Toronto too, right? I'm not sure. Actually. <laughs> but I did see Thomas recently. He congratulated us on our children. I congratulated him on passing us in subscribers and we continued on with our day. They passed you in subscribers? Yeah, they did drag races. It's Whoa, this whole show just opened up. I'm so <laughs> upset with myself that it took me this long to get here. This sucks because I have to go. Uh, bring bring up, bring it up. No, we're we gonna also do have it. to go. Bring yeah. it up, bring it up. We're we, gonna do it. No, we no, can no, talk no. about the lightning. No, 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 no. no. Bring lightning. it up. We're gonna do it. We're not <laughs> what is it called? What are what is the other one called? I'm not sure. Not sure. Never heard of them. What's it called? Don't do this right now. We're gonna get this out of the way. We're gonna squash the it. Pipes. F one fifty lightning. We're gonna squash it right now. Will they're no, not gonna say the name of it? Everything is under control. No, it's handled. not. It's no, obviously it not. We, we can't have, even mention the channel. We right have an now. understanding no, with them. It's all good. Yeah. The understanding is what we just avoid each other. Yeah. Because we have beef. <laughs> That's it. It really works. That's not an understanding. That's not. You gotta squash that. It is squashed. Yes. No, it's not. You just said we have an understanding that we avoid each other because we have beef. You can't have beef if you squash beef. The beef is gone. No, there's still beef. <laughs> okay. But we we this we isn't avoid... this isn't like a rap thing. Yeah, we no, don't wanna, no, we don't no. want to be YouTube drama. We there's there's like... no distraction. But, but but the best way to be done with the YouTube drama is to just is to uh, with put... time with time give it a few more years. So just just explain this to me. Who was doing it first? Uh. I guess that's the whole that's the whole drama thing. We don't want to start any drama. Yeah. Uh, neither do I. And I don't think it is drama, by the way. But people don't really know about it until now. I mean, all you have to do if you want. Hey man, before you came on the show, and because people are gonna be like, I sabotage you with this thing, I asked you if there's anything I couldn't that I should avoid, right? Didn't I? Yeah. Give you that. And you said no, let's go. Well, no, we're at the point, and now I'm just saying that I would prefer to just leave it at that because we have a nice understanding with them. Yes, and we like to avoid drama, which we said earlier. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't expect to. I apologize. I didn't ex expect it to be that sensitive. I got like a billion copycats, so it's not the same for me. I can talk about any of them, but I guess here's my guess. This is for the sake of the audience who's feeling very uh, awkward and uncomfortable right now. I'm guessing you guys just agree that you don't say each other's names ever. That's what it feels like. I guess that's the unwritten agreement. It's going to be so awkward now. <laughs> that's what it seems like to me. You don't have to agree. You can nod. F-150 lightning. F-150 <laughs> lightning. It's all, like I said, I saw Thomas recently. We had a nice little conversation, and we kept going. Thomas is a person from this channel. I don't know this channel. I just bump into it, and I'm like, how, how do you have two... It's uh, because Canada's really good at car content, and uh, that's why we should have more cars brought up here earlier. Hey, that's what I was thinking. I, I honestly, I thought it was going to be friendly. I didn't realize it. It I, was. Before. It, oh, it was to a point something happened. There you go. Okay. The beef. It's fine, man. Like It was friendly. Very friendly. He's I, actually, uh, they're in our earlier videos, and we're in theirs. Oh, you see? So we can, let's get this sorted out, guys. Uh, it's sorted. That's in a it. bit. In a bit. Give it some more time. Okay. Can I be involved in this or can we do it here on this show? Yeah, yeah. We Ooh. could like have a race to settle it or something, maybe. Yeah. This is see, this we'll is opportunity. This this to this is opportunity. This represents opportunity right here. But um anyway, so you saw you saw him. It was cordial. No one knows who posted first. No one knows who owns the format or whatever. And this actually they, now, their format is different than ours. 
they do one at a time in the car. I love that you're not talking about this, but talking about their this. Thumbnail, <laughs> their thumbnails are also slightly different. Okay. If this was the wrestling world, everyone's adhering by the rules, I think, fairly. Interesting. What would be considered an infringement? Doing the same thing. But, but like, what are the elements that are non-steppable? I'm curious. Mm. Okay, so because their personalities are nothing, I can't even remember the name right now, and the audience is going crazy because Will if, if, if refuses they, to bring it up right now. They, if they stand in front of their car with a static shot and and have the logo up top, we do a rolling shot. If they did a rolling shot, then it would be the same as us. Because I'm just gonna be honest with you, I, when before you guys were coming here, I was talking to Kirk, and he was like, "Is it these guys or these guys?" <laughs> we get that a lot. Exactly. So that's just real life, man. That's just we can't avoid that. We can't pretend that that's not there. It's, we're not we're not pretending we're avoiding yes. whatever whatever it is i mean because the audience is certainly not doing it no matter what uh fancy universe we set up for ourselves yeah it doesn't help that we drive the same cars we do all the well like oh the, same the press, press cars. cars yeah oh well that's the canada problem yeah and we don't yeah. have to go back to that because oh. that's well established um but it's just i think i think the, the key is the two guys if we're talking about format it's the two guys the two canadian guys is the reason there's an overlap and if it i think if it becomes a joke and lighthearted it's actually kind of a fun thing to exist it's actually marketable or, or useful in some way this this conversation will help fuel the rivalry and uh like story behind it yeah That'll be fun when we. Thanks to you, you've you've increased awareness. Stuff but I'm only coming from a positive. I'm not. And that's that's fine. That's fine. I'm excited to see how this will turn out. Yeah, we would love for it to be positive. Because you guys are super nice guys, beautiful flow, uh, like uh, very fr uh, friendly and everything like that. So I can't understand how they could not get along with you. F-150 Lightning. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? There was just like an incident or two, and then we just kind of avoid each other yeah. since then. Yeah, but I mean, it sure sounds like these guys are jerks based on what you're saying here. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people think we're jerks. I'm yep. sure. I'm myself. Everybody. I mean, <laughs> if you publish things online, then yeah. it's, it's inevitable that uh, you're going to step on something at some point. All right. Well. Fun, fun way to end it. I, I guess. I <laughs> yeah. mean, so the F one fifty Lightning, I think, is the car you should buy. It's yes. but the Cybertruck is the one that's coolest truck buyers, and it probably as well will be the first electric car that actually shows up in people's driveways. Or electric truck, sorry. Yeah, probably realistically. Yeah, is it fall twenty twenty two? Sometimes or spring twenty twenty two. The Cybertruck, I think, is on paper supposed to be first, but yeah, I gave them some money. Like a billion years ago, I don't remember how their, long it has their, been. Their interest-free loan, yeah, hundred dollars or whatever it was. Yeah, it's so goofy. The whole well, they I'm, sold that's that. That's a many, smart. That's right? a smart plan, though. I feel. I feel like eventually some of that sentiment is going to change directions. Like it's it's what's cool when your brand is is new isn't cool forever. You know, as people mature and your customers get older themselves and all the rest of it, because. It's the whole, the, my whole process to this point, having ordered it has not been cool. So like compared to Porsche with the Taycan, that was, that was top notch, that experience. And when you're spending that kind of money, I don't know. I don't know how much that matters, but 
they were like super responsive on top of small changes to different things. But that's like their first electric car. So they had to do really, really well with the Taycan where like Cybertruck is just another one of their cars. Oh, I think I was talking more, not just not about the product, but about the experience of getting it. Yeah. I feel like they have experience doing that already with Because Porsche is like a big reservation kind of company. Like you can't get GT3 without having other GTs and other Porsche cars, kind of like Ferrari stuff, but I think less hardcore. Yeah, I don't know. There's like unwritten rules of like, oh, you must have owned at least one or two 911s before you are allowed to buy a GT4 and then maybe you can drive a GT3. I'm just saying if you're one of these, if you're one of the top spec Tesla buyers and, and you're, and you do decide to cross shop and you have previously had the Tesla buying experience and then you experience the Porsche buying experience, you're like, I spent the same amount of money. Why does, why does one feel like the red carpet and the other one feels like, you know, a lineup of cattle? Like, you'll, you'll, get, you'll, you'll, you'll get it when you get it type of thing. Yeah. Like, there's some value there. I don't know how much it is to most people, but that was my experience at least. I think Porsche's just fancier. They've been around longer and they've got like that whole image. It's a premium luxury manufacturer, right? But the price is the same. Yeah. If, but if I get a Model S Plaid. But they're putting money in different places and they have more money, right? It's Do Volks they? Last I looked, Tesla's the most valuable company on well, any Porsche is owned by Volkswagen. Like Bitcoin yeah, and stuff. And yeah, but Tes Tesla market cap, they, they, were, they were, I don't know, he can look it up, but Tesla's got money. Whether that whether or not they're making money is another discussion. But right. They, yeah. They're worth a lot of Volkswagen money. Volkswagen Group is the largest. Yeah. They car automaker. Yeah. Yeah. They move a lot of units. No doubt. There's a, a lot behind it. But I guess what I'm talking about is just more the leeway you give a brand that's perceived as a startup versus um, an established brand. That's more what where I'm going with that. That like you you when when a brand is new, you're kind of there's an excitement associated with that and. Uh, but when people are on their second, third, and fourth, the expectation might change. They're like, "Oh, you got to get that sorted out by now." At least that's my feeling on it. And I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've only ordered. Well, no, I guess I've ordered three products from Tesla at this point. I don't have any yet. Roadster, Cybertruck, and Plaid. I never ordered the Roadster. I just have the Cybertruck and the two, two and the two Plaids or the Plaid Plus, which turned into a Plaid, right? Which I can't get taken off my reservation list. In fact, they told me to keep both reservations in case one comes before the other like maybe my plaid plus plaid will get here before my actual plaid you should that's going to be a cool car though like seeing people like launch that everyone seems excited yeah. about that well it's like it comes under with two like, seconds roll out but it comes with like stipulations of like well it takes you like 15 minutes to warm up your battery to be able to do that and then you have to go into cheetah mode which takes another five or ten seconds and then you can launch it i think that's fair though for they, one launch, like, what's the point? Because they got the number. Yeah. Well, but there's also the other element for tech heads of just that huge landscape display, the gaming computer they're putting in there. Like, it's the yoke. The yoke. It's like a spaceship, all this stuff, which is. I would love to drive it, but Tesla doesn't have a PR department and they don't give us press cars. And the one press cars they gave us, we drove. Well, you can drive mine if it ever comes. We'll take you up on that. But we, we drove <laughs> that the Model X with the doors up and we got in trouble for that. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, supposed probably to do it. You probably that. got a good shot out of it. I'm Jeremy guessing. Clarkson probably. Well, look at it. look at our thumbnail for the video. The thumbnail was Photoshop with the doors up. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of Photoshop. I like Photoshop. It's fun. It is. I've been uh, Model X. It can get out of hand though. You oh yeah. Put more time into the thumbnail. I, well, and if you look at our, uh, our there you go. Yeah. So the doors weren't actually up. 
but we did drive with the doors up like that. But slowly, but yes. slowly. And then if you type in our GL, GLS, Maybach. Oh, yeah. Like the cars that bounce, I raised them up in Photoshop as a joke. Like it's not actually, it doesn't bounce that high. That's cool. But yeah, people, people click on it. Oh, let that. me ask you something real quick. What's the coolest or best um, luxury SUV? No, mm. no budget. Maybach GLS. Better right than a, better than a Rolls Royce though. <sighs> yeah, that's and a Lamborghini cool. is like so fast. The Earth. Mm. It's a. I'd say it's a toss up between the Maybach and the Rolls Royce Cullinan. Rolls Royce Cullinan is cool. You should get a Cullinan if you're looking for. Did you put them head to head? No. No. Oh, okay. That was the other guys. <laughs> we did the GLS and the Alpina. <laughs> you said that one, not me. Yeah, you, no. said, you said it's, that it's one, not truth. me. Man. Yeah. You said that one, not me. All right. Well, I think that's a good. That is a great spot to end it right there. Thank you very much for joining. Uh, I guess our second, like our second real Lou later guest show. It. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We it, it, it was yeah. super fun, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And you guys should definitely come back anytime you have anything cool. And we should probably, since we're so close by, I can just think of all kinds of potential. The manual transmission. Crossovers, the manual transmission. I'll teach you how um, to do a burnout. The auto trader. Maybe we can do something there. Because, like, can I pick my own manual transmission car Yeah. as well? You Whatever. can pick it and we can maybe work you up to that one. We'll do a drag race. Interesting. Okay, this is all Like, very... if you want to drive that manual transmission, you should probably drive a lot of other ones first. Like a trash one? Uh, an easier-to-drive easier to drive one. one. Before you wreck that one. So, like, you would say there's levels to it. Oh, yeah. yes. What's this level? Uh, I'd say a four out of five. Well, like, Ferrari's probably five out of five, and Lamborghini, old Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Yeah. This is very exciting the one stuff. In, the one in Germany that we drove, the... The old one from the museum. But there's like Ferraris that if you miss a shift, the transmission needs to come out and go to Italy to get fixed. <laughs> yeah. We'll start you on a Corolla. I can't wait. And get you a Corvette then. Very excited. Thanks for having us. Damn, you guys have Willie Do on your side, <laughs> man. You guys have Willie Do on your side there.